So recently, Brent, um, yes. this week, I had to, uh, my, my wife and I share a car to preface this. So um, we live together, obviously. We work close to each other, so we commute right now. And sometimes she's busy at work. I'm going to go ahead and lift over, to, you know, use the lift app um, to lift over do to her. Do you even lift? Yes, I do, bro. Um, and uh, so I use that. I get I get, I get a, a random person each time like everybody does. And this, this trip, the other day, I got Thea. Thea is uh, a um, like fifties um, African American woman who mm-hmm. uh, I get in the car. Very sweet. Her name's Thea, right? Obviously, gonna be yeah. very sweet. I get along with uh, uh, older ladies. Not certainly not old, but uh, older ladies generally. I was like, this is gonna be uh, awesome. Whatever. So we're going along, and uh, she's like, so you know, they murdered Kobe. <laughs> really really they they did uh-huh i was like okay they killed that boy they killed that boy okay wow. this is gonna be that kind of trip awesome awesome so we're, we're going through this brent this trip started that way um i don't know if you've heard this conspiracy theory i've heard it since then uh the next day I, in fact i heard it at work from someone else i think this is totally bonkers um was her name also thea I wish. Totally different Thea. Oh my God, that would scare me so bad. You were just carpooling on the way to work. Yeah, right. Is that what it was? Oh, terrifying. Um, just surrounded by Thea's. So she uh, she also goes on to, uh, to, to tell me the reason why she knows this. She's like, well, there's proof. And I was like, well, what kind of proof? And I'm just thinking like, what right-wing website has she just gone down the rabbit hole on? Yeah. Uh, YouTube is that website and the video in question is a simpsons clip in which (laughs) a few years ago they killed kobe in a hot helicopter crash apparently and so i'm like yeah that is a weird coincidence the simpsons has has been around for like 30 years they do that right like they have predicted quote unquote things in the past so she she was like let's watch it so we watched that brent as she's driving? Yes. And she watched it. And I was like, I don't know what is happening. I, I feel unsafe. I don't know like I, I don't know what to tell her to be like, can you we stop this? It was really quick at least. It's a it's you know, it's just like a clip from the Simpsons, so it was very fast. And then I kept like trying to like tone it down, just try to like not change the subject, just stop talking basically when she she would just say, like, they killed that boy. They killed that boy with such conviction. And I was just like, hey. And then she was like, did you see the helicopter crash? And I said, no, I didn't see any pictures from it. And she was like, you didn't see the video? And she took her phone off and tried to hand it to me so I could watch no. the YouTube clip again. No. <laughs> and I said, Wait, no, Thea, I got of that. the Simpsons? On the Simpsons. She was like, did you see it up on my dash? And I was like, I saw it. Thank you. You can put your phone back now. Okay. So we're going along. And then that's what I decided I don't have anything queued up right now, but I wish I had recorded her earlier on during these conversations, but I did finally record her a little bit later uh, because eventually she said, you know, he he's doing his life. He's, you know, he's a basketball star. He's getting a lot of money. Uh, you know, he, he'd be cheating on his wife who don't, you know, but, <laughs> but he's like, you know, he's going around. All these girls are throwing their lingerie at him. And I was like, all right, this is just keeps going. Like, we're going to do this the entire trip. It's like a 15 minute journey to my wife's work for mine. Uh, So this is this is Thea the whole way. And then, um, yeah, she got into um, I was like, well, why would they want to kill him? Because she doesn't know what kind of deal he made when he first came up 
to get all the money he did as a kid, but he must have signed on with some really bad people. So essentially, like, Illuminati type of secret societies killed Kobe, I guess. Um, oh we also, just to, to cap this off, she, uh, she and I were talking about a, a Toyota that she had rented recently that has, like, bad brakes, but she was saying they wouldn't recall the car. And I was like, that's so crazy. I had a car from Ford that had bad brakes, and they wouldn't recall it. And she was like, well, you should go on Facebook and tell the president. And in my head, I was thinking, that's crazy. Why would I go on Facebook and tell the president of Ford? But no, she meant Trump. Oh my she God. told me to go on there and tag him, and that way he would see it. And uh-huh. he could fix my brake issues <laughs> on my car. <laughs> and a uh, lovely woman, basically, is what I'm saying. Um, yeah. It was quite an adventure. She was uh, a total trip. I... I just didn't even know how to respond to her most of the time, but um, that did happen to me, and it was very strange, and I just want everybody to know they killed Kobe. They killed that boy. <laughs> so there you go. So Thea's going to be on in a couple weeks, right? Is that? <laughs> I did invite her. I did invite her on. That's true. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you didn't want to, but you must be polite at yeah, all times. Absolutely. So. Of course you had to. Um, wow. So yeah. what an adventure that was. I wanted to fill everybody in on it. Um, it was quite an adventure for sure. Yeah. Wow. That's, uh, that's a lot to take in. So um, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the Kobe thing because mm. it is such a big pop culture thing sure. that we, we do have to address it. Um, but yeah, he was uh, killed in a helicopter cla- uh, class uh, crash. Yeah. Uh, uh, obviously, Matt Groening did it. Um, That's he was what trying I'm to take him out. Matt Groening, part of the Illuminati, of the Simpsons, and also part of the Illuminati. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's a naughty boy. And uh, <clears throat> didn't he get his like feet washed on Jeffrey Epstein's plane or something like that? Oh, did he? Yeah, that, one th- <laughs> that would connect it actually to her credit. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's true, right? Hey, you know what? Maybe she was onto something. Uh, so I, uh, I was going to on the the previous episode mm-hmm. when uh, Daniel Sanchez was on with us. Um, we uh, we ran out of time, so I scrapped it. But I was going to bring up something about uh, Mr. Peanut dying. Oh, sure, culture, yeah. And I was going to get real dramatic with it. Yeah. And I'm so glad that I didn't bring that up, and that did not happen <laughs> because after we were done recording, I heard about the Kobe oh, thing. Oh, was right it, then. Wow. Yeah, it really like affected people. It was like, oh, that would have been actually pretty comedically funny though. Like random timing rise, right? Just, like, yeah. Like, how to could death? we have possibly predicted that? You know. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it is. That's, uh, it, it, it was, uh, bullet dodged on that one. Yeah. Until the Illuminati gets me. That's right. They heard, they're hearing yeah. this now. Right. Uh, we're big in the Illuminati circles. I don't know if you knew yeah. that. Um, uh-huh. really, uh, people play us at low volume cause it's a secret society, obviously. Um, right. But, yeah. uh, yeah, really big in that community. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Uh, it was, it was quite a, an adventure with her and, uh, I asked my friends, I was like, man, I don't want to get her again. And they were like, well, you can like, I think if you rate her poorly, like you won't get her again. And I, I tried to go back after the fact and, and rate her, but it won't let me now. It just lets me um, like actually complain. And there were things about like unsafe driving conditions or like you felt unsafe or whatever. And I was like, I mean, I guess, but like, I don't know if I want to take it that far. Like, I don't want to get her yeah. like, she can't drive or whatever, but like, yeah. it was quite uh, quite interesting. Um, there's no crackpot option. There's there. no crackpot option. Interesting. That, that would be a good option. Um, there wasn't yeah. one about like for your safety or whatever. And there's not, it's like all through the app. Right. But like, there was no button. They were just like, call us. And I was like, you have a phone number. I yeah. didn't know I could contact Lyft or Uber. Like <laughs> I thought it all had to be through the app. So, um, that was interesting, but 
here's the thing also brent is thea you know she she clearly has some interesting ideas she has read some interesting information online and she takes it at face value uh, mm-hmm. goes down those rabbit holes. And we were talking about the brakes of my car and about contacting the president on Facebook so that he could help me. And I am not shitting you, Brent. I got home that very night, opened my mailbox, and I had a letter from Ford about a recall on those brakes. Wow. It worked. It worked. The secret. She <laughs> secreted it. She secreted it in my mailbox. <laughs> It was pretty crazy. And I was like, wow, I guess uh, I guess that's a lesson learned. She was right. So, yeah. Um, with that note, we're doing it. <laughs> I'm Steven. I'm Brent. Hey, welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff, where uh, we talk about crazy theories. So, I mean, there's some floating around out there, but obviously, uh, like you said, it works. Yeah. It clearly works. Yeah, I, so. I, I think that sometimes you just need to uh, follow the rabbit down the hole and you'll open your eyes to mm-hmm. the crazy world of uh, Kobe murderers that happen to be out mm-hmm. there. And, um, yep. you know, you had mentioned that we hadn't mentioned the uh, the big event of, of his death and everything. And uh, we just don't talk about sports a lot, right? So, like, he's a big figure, but not mm-hmm. a really, like, a big figure in anything we would discuss in general. Um, and that's just a weird segue to say that today's Super Bowl Sunday. And that's yep. our announcement of that. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, really today is Groundhog Day. Who's watching it? Bill Murray, what's <laughs> up? <laughs> I'm very excited. Yeah. I do love um, Groundhog Day. Do you? I do love Groundhog Day. I love that movie so much that it makes me love this mm-hmm. day so much. I like that you said I love Groundhog Day twice um, uh, in a row. I see what you're doing there. Yeah, yeah. I see the level you're operating on. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I wanted to channel that movie into my soul, which mm-hmm. I have because I've seen it like 50 goddamn times. And by 50, what channel? I mean 100. Fox News? They'll tell you the truth. <laughs> tell you the truth. Um, it is my favorite channel. <laughs> it's the only one i actually have anymore the rest of them don't tell me the truth yeah so of course i don't need them cnn you know it's getting to the point that <laughs> even fox news is a little too liberal for me <laughs> what's the other one isn't there like a new uh is there a new fox like, news yeah it's like a more conservative version of it oh wow I don't even know what it's called. I didn't you know, know it's possible. I'm not going to look into it. <laughs> I don't even want to mention it on the show. We should uh, we should make a new. We should make a like a Colbert style fake. Uh, like we're really conservatives podcast. Mm-hmm. We'll call it Concertivo. What Concertivo? A conservative. <laughs> and that's a little too Mexican yeah, for me, uh, bud. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's my bad. I was trying to trying to get the Mexican conservative vote. Uh-huh. Um, which I hear is a large voting block that's not catered to. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I hadn't heard of a new, more right wing Fox News. But we know the more the merrier. It's really just making our world great. So let's keep it Obviously. going. Yeah. You keep know. it going. Well, um, so today, you know, we're uh, we're kind of rounding out our, our the last dregs of the Star Wars universe, and I don't mean to say that about these movies. Just uh, we've been just doing this for fucking years at this point. I feel um, <laughs> right. doing our nunchuck order, swinging it back around, and hitting Solo and Rogue One, dos Star mm-hmm. Wars stories today. Yes, so there have been two Star Wars stories, and this is both of them. Yep. 
And that's the <laughs> review. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we did a, uh, a long form discussion on solo when it came out, it was episode something or other. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's back in our timeline. I like that. You can go check it out. Yeah. We've got our, uh, our star Wars playlist on SoundCloud. Nice. Go, yeah. Go find that. It's all up in that. Um, so we'll, we'll discuss that briefly because you and I both rewatched, uh, both of these movies mm-hmm. for this very episode you're listening to now. And, uh, we'll do a brief discussion on Solo and then a, uh, I would assume a longer form discussion on, uh, Rogue One, mm-hmm. yep. um, just to, uh, to go over that. But, uh, yeah, this is the, the final, final, uh, bastion of mm-hmm. the Star Wars live action movies that we've yet to discuss. So I'm looking yep. forward to, uh, doing so. Until we get into, uh, the two Ewok movies, the Ewok adventure and well, sometime we'll have to hit those up, but, uh, obviously, yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. we have to do those ever since Austin brought those up. I was just like, I know, right? like, I don't want to watch them, but I feel like it is our responsibility as mm-hmm. uh, hosts of this podcast to yeah. do that, to be thorough, you know? And, yeah. uh, you know, there was another theatrically released star Wars movie. Um, the clone wars, I think it was like a CGI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, animated movie but this is for the the live action movies where we're uh, you know finishing off that that leg of the uh the series anyway yeah um i had heard mixed reviews on the on that clone wars movie um i hear the yeah. show that it follows that follows it sorry um is yeah. better but um yeah yeah i'm, I'm kind of curious about that those shows and stuff we talked about that a little bit mm-hmm. um and like rebels and resistance and stuff but mm. for now we were just focused on the live action films and uh yeah, rounding out with these, which is going to be fun to talk about. Um, definitely uh, after talking to Austin and his love of Rogue One, that kind of shaped my opinion of this a little bit, which was nice. So, um, okay. yeah, cool. really looking forward to talking about them. But before that, we did have a few mini topics to discuss. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. First off is I just thought this was cool. I don't know if you got a chance to peep this link, Brent, that I uh, put on here. But um, uh-huh. Slash Film had a, uh, an article about a life-size animatronic Spider-Man that would be flung through the air above Disneyland's Marvel Land. And uh, they actually had, I didn't realize until I was reading the article this morning, they had some like test footage of this thing. Well, um, it was, yeah, I, I saw something earlier this week. It was like a, it was like a black background mm-hmm. and then Spider-Man swinging in front of it or whatever. Okay, yeah, that, there's that one. There's thing? another okay. one. Did you see the other one down? What? Yeah. No. There's like a uh, test footage of like daytime when they have like a bunch of nets set around and it's the actual, like, it's just like, a, it's not painted yet like Spider-Man. It's just like a black exoskeleton looking thing. Um, and they ha- like hang ropes on its hands so it, they can fling it in the air, and it's pretty fucking rad. It does like different like shapes, like the the classic Spider Man like body shapes of him like uh, doing that kind of crouch, you know, with his legs up and stuff and and whatever. And um, they're all pretty like the guys who created it are pretty stoked about watching it in action. But um, yeah, it seems like pretty fucking thrilling. I, I, you and I talk, we're not like huge into uh, going to these places. Like I, I know you like disney world and stuff or whatever but um and i would love to go but we, we just don't go to them that often and this sounds pretty fucking rad yeah i'm looking at the uh the footage right now it shows the uh i guess the uncostumed yeah it's like a dummy of some sort and it's just holy shit yeah it's crazy right? through the, holy shit yeah, it's pretty cool is this real life <laughs> is this happening right now i was like brit needs to see this right like oh in, my God. in real life you want to like you would like to go and you know marvel at this spider-man swinging overhead right I don't, I don't get the pun, um, but yeah, it, I, wow. Okay. You would so be a the, wonder woman if you went, does that work? That works. I get that one. That makes sense. That one's on the head. Um, so 
Um, I saw the one with the black background. Uh-huh, yeah. I thought, oh, is this just like, um, like an artist's rendering of what it would look like or whatever? Yeah, I was but confused like, by that. Yeah. This is, this is. But the real one is like. Holy shit. It really works. Yeah. And I wonder, a couple of things when I first saw this. First off, that's going to be crazy fucking expensive, right? Like yeah um insane and i I really want to see how they implement it actually there there was a i guess some artist footage or uh like a sketch of the park and it just showed it like uh spider-man was like swinging from a crane that they had like up or whatever so i was like that's cool like they'll they'll probably have things like up high you know they'll kind of connect it to but it's like i don't know the logistics of that and then also i just my first thought when i when i saw this was like oh my god that's gonna kill somebody Right. <laughs> like if that fell out of the air, could you imagine like that's got to be hundreds of pounds of yeah. machinery um, flying through the air at, at high speeds doing crazy flips? Um, yeah. If they had an accident, oh, my God, that would be pretty bad. What if it gets struck by lightning as it's swinging? Amazing. And then lightning it's just like Spider-Man. OK. Flaming Spider-Man kills child. <laughs> News at 11. The kid looks up and there's just like this flaming animatronic Spider-Man that's like melting his mask away and like revealing the skeleton underneath as he gets hit in the face and it kills him. Yeah. What a way to go. Yeah. That sounds like a good way for you to go, Brent. Mm. Does that sound like something you'd like? April? I hope it's ready to go in April. <laughs> I told my wife about the... Um, the reoccurring bit on the show where i'm dying in april uh-huh. and she was like you can't say that i was like i have been for a long time now <laughs> if you were listening you could have told me to stop exactly. saying that but now you yeah. can't it's already out in the can't world stop won't stop the secret we're you putting know? it out there yeah yeah exactly <laughs> thea taught me about that it will come it, it'll come true it'll be, right. fine. it'll be fine we're all bracing for it okay well um, i don't know what to tell her yeah. i mean yeah it's gonna happen and we don't know it's yeah. gonna happen or when but that's you know the thought mm-hmm. So, you know what? Even if I die, I guess there's always the chance I could come back to life. Which brings us to <gasps> Stephen. Oh my god. The F9 trailer or F9 trailer <laughs> or as you um interpreted it via text earlier this week. Uh mm-hmm. fine. Maybe they're just going with fine. It's fine. 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 This will be fine. fine. Yeah. I liked uh, I showed Amanda my wife this trailer last night and it Uh-oh. was like f9 and she was like oh that sounds like a keyboard command which i liked a whole lot <laughs> i was like no, you're right yeah, yeah f9 it's right there yeah, it's just like like uh skip forward on my mac here indeed but, yeah you know, i don't know what yeah. it does it otherwise yeah oh they're skipping forward maybe it's a oh it's like a signal to us that they're moving forward a few years yeah i mean yeah okay in the, the timeline of the movie oh because it's like the next movie so like time has passed gotcha (laughs) we should make an article you will never believe this 11 things about f9 they'll be like 11 it's flashing forward you don't even know yet be amazing 11 reasons why the f f9 is the greatest uh fast and furious movie and 11 reasons why it's the worst Ooh, i'd click on that i click on that <laughs> so the ninth movie in the fast and furious main franchise uh not counting mm-hmm. hobbs and shaw of course the uh the trailer came out and uh they had a teaser earlier this week mm-hmm. i watched both okay yeah um and uh it's just kind of a, a scene of dom interacting with his uh son and michelle rodriguez mm-hmm. is there as well um she hands him dom's uh weird uh dangly post 
cross that he wears in every movie. It's so big. I uh, thought that was dangerous to give that child. Right. I, I was know. like, that is a choking hazard. He <laughs> will die. <laughs> if he swings it around and cracks yeah, it over right. the head, um, there's going to be some problems, some true problems there. Um, but then the trailer itself came out mm-hmm. and uh, I watched that and uh, I got to be honest, as I was trying to find this trailer somewhere to watch mm. um, the main spoiler of the trailer itself, oh, yeah. which I would have loved to have uh, just discovered on my own. I had an inkling, mm-hmm. but it would have been nice to um, to not be spoiled. So weird scenario here, but if you have not seen the F9 trailer yet, good point. Uh, go watch it now and uh, pause it and then come back to the show. Because from here on out, spoilers mm. for the for a movie trailer. <laughs> yeah, but it's true. I'm with you on that. It's, tr- it's the first right? one I've cared about. Yeah. So did you did you know about the the spoiler? Unfortunately, I found out the trailer was out because of Twitter and because someone posted a gif of that scene and that person. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, that's cool. I should go to the trailer now. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm with you. I had it spoiled for me as well. All right. So in the trailer, look, it's Fast and Furious stuff. Uh, Did I say Furious? You did. Uh, Fast and Furious stuff. I like it. (sighs) You know what? People will get used to that like bananas. Anyways, <laughs> check those outtakes. So, um, Fast and Furious, <coughs> excuse me, Fast and Furious stuff happens in this movie uh, trailer. Uh, we see there's uh, cars. We see John Cena's in it. Obviously, he's got muscles. Therefore, he is Dominic Toretto's brother. Obviously, that's how it works. <laughs> I was like, that's how gene- <laughs> genetics work. This trailer is bonkers. There's <laughs> right. so much revealed that like yeah. blew my mind. We've got uh, Charlize Theron with her uh, best bowl cut. Oh, my Uh, God. Yeah, straight out of Wilson Phillips. (laughs) I knew it looked like something. I couldn't put my fingers in it. I was like, short, uh, bring it back. Yeah, fuck it. Yep, yep. (laughs) They just, like, can't let her hair be normal in these movies. They're like, first movie, white girl dreadlocks. Second movie. (laughs) You know what? Let's flash back to 1992. You know, it's crazy, but I'll go with it. I would love if there's a scene where Dominic Toretto is about to give up. She walks up to him, puts her hand on his shoulder. She's like, Dom, hold on for one more day. Break free from chains. I, I can totally picture this. I was trying to think of the next line that he would say it back to her like that. And then maybe it's like a musical moment, which I know you would hate, but I would love. Because these movies Look, are so bonkers. I love that song. I love that awesome. song. Um, yeah. Whenever it it uh, kicks on full force in uh, Bridesmaids. Oh my God, it's so good. I'm all I'm all about yeah, it. Yeah, for know? sure. If that's what we got to do, and Fast and Furious is a franchise that's bonkers enough to just make that. I know, right? Happen and work, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'd I'd uh, be all for it. That's I, really but, surprising, and I like that. Um. And I think yeah. we should throw that in there now. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, and speaking of hair, Michelle Rodriguez, she has a, a shorter haircut in this movie. She looks great. Oh, yeah, she does look great. I forgot about that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm done with that. Amanda yeah. also uh, hasn't watched a lot of these movies in a row or, like, she's, like, been in and out when I've been watching them. Yeah. So she was, like, in that trailer, kind of spoiler and she was like, well, didn't she die? And I was like, oh, yeah, um, she, well, okay, so she died, but, and I went through it, and I was like, and she had amnesia, and I was like, well, you know, she's back in the family, though, now, and I was like, wow, this series is crazy. Right? Yeah. It's bonkers. Exactly. Uh, Jordana Brewster, Jordana, 
Jordan Jordan, Brewster? Yeah, I, say that. I don't know. Punky Brewster's back. Nice. Um, we've got uh, Ludacris. His hair. I don't know what's going on with his hair. It's kind of weird looking. Mm, yeah. Looks like broccoli. Um, <laughs> a lot of weird and, hair and, choices uh, in this movie. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the girl who plays... Uh, <laughs> I can't remember. Who what's I, her name? What's her, she's, the, uh, she's the female Donatello. Ludacris is the male Donatello. Oh, uh, yeah. From uh, uh, Seven. Ramsey. Yes. Yeah, she's back. Wow, I really like lost <laughs> the thread of, of these movies as well. Uh, like Seven and Eight, I, I don't remember. Like, But I'm like, oh, yeah, that's true. And they had the whole thing. Um, yeah, yeah, so she's back. Yeah, interesting. She's back. She, she has her hair in dreads, and it mm-hmm. looks good on her. Yeah. I'm all for that. But, Stephen, the best part this whole trailer and potentially mm. um this whole franchise yep. is um fan favorite character Ugh. han is back yes and uh doesn't look like this han is riding solo hey <laughs> back to you <laughs> are you saying that when he walked in you could you could hear the telltale squeak of his uh-huh. bananas yeah <laughs> You know, he's walking in, eating food. It's fantastic. Uh-huh. I, I just, that's yeah. exactly what I wanted to see. Um, also, it's it's of note to say that this is the return of the director, Justin Lin, to the series. Who, oh, yeah. Who directed uh, three through six whenever Han was a part of it. And I, when I was explaining this all to Amanda the other night as well, I was like trying to explain like what happened to Han and stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, and the director's back. So we brought Han back. And I don't care. I was like, we saw yeah. Han blow up in a car. I don't care. Bring him <laughs> back. Does not matter to me. So, yeah. yeah. You know what? Even if they're like, how did that, how did you survive? We saw, mm-hmm. or somebody saw your car explode. It's like, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Cool. Going on. It was actually, it, it was actually an animatronic Spider-Man. God damn it. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I was going with it. You probably would have said it better, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I'm just so happy to see him back. Yeah. You know? Now, we need Giselle back. But Yeah, what's up with that? She's Wonder Woman now, mm. you know? I mean, because she... we just see her, like, yeah. fall into the blackness of an <laughs> airport tarmac. Uh, oh. You know, traditional yep. black void That's right. of life. <laughs> oh, wait, in the hey, sunrise? Hey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Carl... Fell on the tarmac. Nobody, <laughs> nobody could find him. Nope. He couldn't just like stand up and somebody mm. look at ground level just to scan the horizon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it you know it was uh, shift change. Uh, we yeah, couldn't get right. into it, so he's gone forever. I, I guess I don't know. What is canon? Do you remember with with her? Like they they kind of ride off into the sunset, and then we just know eventually that he's back in and uh, where are they in Japan, Hong Kong, wherever they're at, that he dies at. Oh, Tokyo yeah, in uh, Tokyo. In yeah. Tokyo. Oh, from Tokyo yep. Drift. Got it. I'm really up uh, up to speed with these. Hey, uh, <laughs> but like Steven just pond. Uh, but where? What happened in their story? Do we know? Like they, we just know they kind of separated at some point. So Giselle, as they were trying to, because um, they were both at the uh, the end of uh, Fast and Furious Six, uh-huh. whatever that one was called, and uh, they were both trying to uh, stay on the uh, the airplane. 
Uh, I think Giselle saved Han from falling, but she ended mm. up falling herself. Oh, that's and right. And so she she died there. And then Han was sad, and uh, he was like, you know what? I'm out. I'm going back to Tokyo. Mm. And uh, that's when the third film, uh, canonically the seventh, uh, no, I guess sixth film uh, mm. takes place. So the sixth film takes place after Fast and Furious 6. I, I used to have all this down. It was I, I would keep track of it when I, we were recording those episodes. But I had forgotten about the plane stuff. That's where I, yeah. I kind of get fuzzy. What, what movie was that again? Was that s- the uh, uh, the what, six? the six six movie? Yeah. Okay. I had forgotten. I, I thought maybe it's at the end of five. There was like in there one that they like, drive off in a car together because she like gets in his lap, and I thought that was really dangerous, but also yeah, sexy. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you did with Thea? Is that? Brent, I don't want to talk about any more of the, uh, what happened in that car stays in that car. You know what I'm saying? Look, look, <laughs> Kobe cheated, but everybody do, you know? Um, oh God. Yeah. So that was at the end of, they, they got together in mm-hmm. uh, Fast and Furious 7, or, I'm sorry, uh, 5. And okay. uh, they were like, they hinted at him going to Tokyo then, mm-hmm. you know, and that was, Everybody knows that's when his story ends, yep. allegedly. Mm. Um, but now it's it's not the case. Look, the, the franchise is all confused, but I fucking love it. I'm excited Han's coming back. Um, and honestly, uh, I was um, I I I've, have thought since we saw the trailers that Hobbs and Shaw looked good, but my allegiance is to Han. You know, yeah. I didn't I didn't put a rush on seeing it. Yeah. But now that I know he's okay, it doesn't excuse what Shaw did. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. um, I, I, I would, I feel better about watching the movie now. Mm-hmm. I still haven't seen it. Yeah. So I was trying to explain that to Amanda as well. Cause I was like, yeah. And it's, it's like, she was like, why do you care so much that he's back? And I was like, right then it's, it's when it, I know right then, it, uh, it's when it popped up on the screen, like justice is back or whatever, something like that. And I was like, yeah, there's like this whole thing about oh, yeah. like justice for Han and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, because of this and like they, they, this other guy killed him. And then they're just like, Hey, you want to be part of the family? It's like, no, you guys fucking killed Han. What are you talking about? So it's like, it's a big, <laughs> the fans are not happy about it. Uh, so yeah, I was trying to explain like the whole fandom of, of Han, but I was like, he's just the best. He's just the absolute best. And, um, it, yeah, it made it, it made it hard to, to like Shaw because of his role in it. But now it's like, maybe they were in cahoots somehow. Like how, how is he going to survive this? You know, what are we going to see? I, I don't know. Like I, I bet, that's something they'll do is yeah. they'll be like, yeah, Shaw uh, ended up saving me. He was just faking my death to do something. And then um, he tried to kill you, Dom, for yeah, real. Wait, what? And destroy, <laughs> destroy your, not only you, but your house and also kill your entire family. Oh, that's right. They blew so, up the house. Yep. Man, wow. I forgot about that. All yeah. those VHS uh, TV combos in the backyard. <laughs> Ugh, all up in flames. Uh, so I, I had to pull up the, the list here to get the names because it's been such a long time that I've, I've forgotten, yeah. but, uh, the fifth movie is fast five. Obviously yeah. I should yeah. have known that yeah. it's my favorite of the, the franchise so far. And then, uh, fast and furious six is called, uh, let me look here. Fast and furious six. So there you go. There you go. You know, I don't really mind the F nine. It is shorter. And like they were like the fast saga or whatever. And it's like, yeah, we all, we right. all know at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun to make fun of. But uh, honestly, it makes things easier because their their titles mirror how bonkers the film series is. They're just all over mm-hmm. the place. They make no sense. Um, but there's just something so fucking fun with this. I, this trailer is crazy. 
there's stuff in here that they're always crazy, right? The stuff they do and then the stuff yeah. they show in the trailers and stuff. But it's like funny to think back of, uh, was it Fast Five that like Brian and Dom were on the back of that car? It's like in the trailer and they're like going to jump off that cliff next to the train or yeah. whatever. And it was like so crazy to be like, oh my God, they're jumping off a car, like off a cliff. And now it's like Dom's like, I got this. And he's going to drive towards this hanging bridge so that he can catch a chain on his will well. To much fly like him? what? <laughs> I'm An sure. animatronic Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's so crazy, so over the top. But uh, yeah, I'm like this series. Uh, I I have a newfound love through you of this series, and uh, they've really grown on me over time. I do think mm. that I'm. I it's weird because this feels like a direct continuation of how crazy it's gotten from seven and eight. Mm. Um, <laughs> but also, it's bringing Justin Lin back. To the one like mm-hmm. my favorite was six i feel and then five i liked a whole lot if i remember right and i yeah. was like telling amanda i was like versus like star wars like when this comes out like i'm not going to re-watch the whole series you know like uh versus other things but i was like it's going to make me want to watch my favorites and being directed right. by justin lynn and bringing han back like i'm gonna be excited to go back to like four five six or five six somewhere there so right it's like halfway i'm like really really looking forward to it and halfway i'm like oh it'll just be like crazy fun um, but I hope that he can kind of bring back some of the stuff I really loved from those movies. But yeah, man, he embraced the absurdity for sure. Right. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so we'll see how it plays out. By the time we get to Fast X, <laughs> wow. because you know they're going to put that X in the title. Wait. They have to. FX? Fucks? FX. Yeah, fucks. <laughs> F- like FX is going to fuck. Sweet. <laughs> I'll be there for it. Hell yeah. Bring Giselle back, please. Look, they have hell yeah. They uh they have to go to space. They have to go to have space to. and they have to merge yep. several of their cars together <laughs> into a giant <laughs> fighting robot. They have to do it. Brent. You just okay. Uh-huh. We've talked about this in the past, right? How they're gonna make yep. it to space. In uh-huh. this trailer, there is already one car with a rocket strapped to it. All you gotta do That's true. is connect That's a true. bunch of cars together. With uh-huh. a few rockets, it's already they're already being like, "Hey, can we make this a foot on a giant robot?" Yeah, and then he could fly around. Hmm, interesting. Here's, here's what's gonna happen: they're gonna do that, and they're gonna send the cars into space. And you're gonna think, "Oh, okay, so they've somehow sealed the cars mm-hmm. or made them like space safe for like well, they close the, the atmosphere rent. and everything, right?" Yeah. But Dominic Toretto somehow he's gonna be in a convertible. <laughs> <laughs> Not even gonna have any type of spacesuit or mask on. He's just gonna be out there, sunglasses on. He's gonna drive past that fucking outer space Tesla that they shot into uh, nice. to space. Yep. High five it and then keep on going. Man. Oh, okay. So this is how he becomes Riddick. Uh, okay. Right? Yep. Maybe he goes to Mars. Yeah. They do a mission on Mars. Uh-huh. And then that starts like a whole nother. Wow. I'm just very excited about all this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's really, it's, it, it's the franchise that keeps on giving. Yeah. You know, like they could set it up in this movie where he tells somebody to ride his dick <laughs> and then they, they bring it up again in, uh, in, in, uh, FX. Uh-huh. He, he, he tells the bad guy to, uh, ride my dick, you know? <laughs> and then as he like lands on Mars, he crashes and as he's trying to, uh, he writes something before he passes out. He starts to write, 
he writes ride my dick but then like the the sand or whatever blows part part of it away mm-hmm. and he gets amnesia he wakes up he's like are you riddick <laughs> <laughs> right i was like where's the ride my dick going where is that going <laughs> wow yeah. it really worked though uh-huh man uh i'm down for the series and justin lynn i think would be a good director to bridge that gap i don't i, I think he's directing the next one is what it said online is he okay um as well so that's uh maybe what's gonna happen i'm very excited for it hell yeah well clearly we that. are uh uh doing it <laughs> um, clearly we are uh excited about this and uh really yes. lo- very much looking forward to uh it coming out so i told amanda uh, I definitely want to see this in theaters. Not a lot gets me out to go to the theaters anymore, oh, right? right? Yeah. So I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't see when it actually comes out, though. Later this year, I assume. But I think so. Yeah, summer of this year. Okay, sometime. Cool. So, yeah. we'll have to figure that out. If we could see that together, that would be amazing. Uh, oh we'll my to god! Figure, yeah, something out. So, um, well, do you want to get into uh, some Star Wars talk? I do. Most excellent. Well, yes. uh, if we have a little bit of time, I wanted to throw this in here. We had done a uh, Mad Libs recently um mm-hmm. for the avengers stuff and i for those i had sent brent the words that he would need to fill in beforehand but uh i forgot to do that this time so we're just gonna do a little live yeah. on air and see what we can make together for a star wars themed mad lib and uh, i'm very excited about it so uh brent and i are gonna take a little bit of time trying to figure these out so <laughs> all right are you ready for this yeah. Uh, what is the name of the, the story we're doing? So this is a uh, The Garbage Shoot, a Star Wars oh. story. Oh, very close to our, our hearts for <laughs> I Star Wars fanfic. I was, I was flipping through these, trying to find a good one, and then I landed on that, and I was like, well, fuck yes. Brent and I talk about this all the time. Brent is a big fan of the garbage scenes in these movies, so yeah. this is perfect. So here we go with The Garbage Shoot, a Star Wars story. Leia, Han, Luke, and Chewie were trapped on the death come... <laughs> Already starting off with a bang. Yeah. Behind them was a dead end, and in front of them, Imperial storm asses. <laughs> Leia thought fast, grabbing Luke's jizz and blasting a <laughs> hole in the wall. Hey, it's powerful. <laughs> that works. Yeah, it's good. It's not just the force that's strong with hey. them. Hey. Um, the four wank socks dove through, only to land in a garbage chute filled with nervous liquid and used condoms. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it would work. Nervous liquid and used condoms. Fantastic. Oh. They were safe from the stormtroopers, but there was one sopping wet problem. There was still no <laughs> way out. Things went from leaky to worse when Luke was captured by a slithering smegma. Oh, <laughs> oh gross. Just as Leia, Han, and Chewie freed him, the Speedos started closing in on them. It looked like they were going to be as grody as pancakes when a vagina went off in Luke's head. (laughs) (laughs) He called C-3PO on his comm link. Thankfully, C-3PO figured out how to stop the walls from skeeting. (laughs) (laughs) What a close call. Too moist for comfort. Oh, that really worked. It worked. So I I feel good about life choices right now. Look, I think we got a a, a nice selection of show titles there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, that was fun. That was fun. I really that like was, Mad Libs. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
So were you writing those answers out on a separate sheet of paper? They have it, yeah, where it's like the top fold is like the where you write the words. Okay. And then the bottom, you have to read them. And that's so why I had to pause in between, uh, try to figure so, out where it was. So the reason I was asking is because sure. um, should you have your nephews come over <laughs> and they want to do Mad Libs? <laughs> Hide that book. The uh, the last one I did was digital, right? I gave you a note that you could. Uh, I wrote the what I needed nouns, adjectives, right, and you wrote yeah. the word next to it. And uh-huh. I uh, I just left those. I or actually, you know, I wrote them in to the actual uh, thing itself. The, <laughs> those are there too. Um, so yeah, I guess I can't give either of these books. I thought I had, <laughs> I thought I had added just digital. Nope, it's there. Lots of cum jokes. Yeah, absolutely. Good times. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So. How do you want to do this? I guess I, I put Solo first just because yeah. it was the first in the timeline of yes. these two films. I, yeah. Plus, we've already done it uh, a long form episode of yeah. it. So, yeah, I figure we can discuss that uh, briefly and, cool. and give our thoughts on the, the rewatch. Uh, if you want our more detailed thoughts on the movie, um, go track down whatever episode that is. Um, and tell I don't us. know what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And tell <laughs> us. Uh, just call us and play the episode back to us over the phone. That's, um, it's that's just much the best way that way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, actually, I'm going to look up that episode title, but okay. uh, or that episode number while we're we're doing this here. But what were your uh, what were your thoughts on this rewatch here? So it's fun because I don't really remember what I said at the the other episode. Obviously, okay. uh, I don't remember what I said last episode. Um, so I my my initial takeaway is, man, how cool would it have been to get a movie from uh phil and chris i forget their which one has which last name phil lord chris miller is that right yeah there you go um that were the original directors of this and got fired and then ron howard was brought on and and my initial thought is just that i really would have loved to have watched a movie from those two guys and i really would have watched uh i really would have loved to have watched a star wars movie from ron fucking howard and i hate that i have a movie from both of them like both groups of them right like i don't like this version of things I don't think it's as good as either of those directors would have chosen um, mm-hmm. had they been, had like full capabilities unto themselves. There are some moments right. in this that I, I it's hard for me to parse who did what and like where the stories go. And some of it's like the racing stuff or there's like Han like escaping in that car in the beginning, like whatever hover car thing. Um, I was like, this feels like total uh, Ron Howard to me. He does uh he's done like race movies and crash movies and stuff before like this totally fits with that and that was really cool but i didn't like it in the overall story so it's like i like his visual style and and all that but i don't know that i need the whole thing um like put over someone else like a veneer on someone else's film and i don't i can't really parse what they would have done and how it would have shaped up and stuff but they're such fun filmmakers they have such vibrancy in their filmmaking so I just, uh, in fact, actually, I showed uh, to a friend for the first time the last two weekends, 21 Jump Street and 22 Jump Street, which were directed by those guys. And I was like, man, yeah, they would have directed a really fun fucking Star Wars movie. Damn, yeah. Right? That would have been rad, yeah. But I I, I just don't really, I'm not into this as much. It has cool moments, but um, I found myself bored during it. Um, We've talked in the past, like, I just don't really revisit it ever. And... um, yeah, it still just doesn't really hold my attention as much. I just don't care for it, um, kind mm-hmm. of overall. So, uh, Rogue yeah. One, I hope we'll, you know, when we talk about it, it'll be a little bit different story. But uh, I am curious, your rewatch of this, had you mm-hmm. seen this since that show or since, you know, I guess the first time you watched it? 
No, that would have been the last time. And uh, I just looked it up. Episode 45 is when we did okay. Solo, a Star Wars story. Oh, yeah. um, titled brilliantly, Han by Yourself, That's right. a Star Wars story. <laughs> uh, we're clever. So, well, uh, they're clever for coming up with the name. Hey, you know what? That's we're just still, matching. <laughs> when that scene came on, I was like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's just so many scenes in here where you're just like, why? Yeah. It's like, I don't. I don't care where he gets the dice. He's yeah, he's got the he's he's got dice. They did, yeah, too much fan servicey stuff. Um, yeah, that I, I was like, I don't need it to be this film. He has lots right. of adventures, you know. Yeah, so yeah, save it for the expanded universe comics yeah. or or whatever. Save it for know? the more sequels we're gonna get from this movie, right? <laughs> of more of Han's adventures. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I just made a, a few notes for this. This is my uh, second time viewing this movie. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I remember uh, being entertained by it the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, uh, I, I still kind of like it. Like, it's, I'm not as invested. I don't think it's a necessary movie, but for what it is, it's like, mm-hmm. it's okay. You know, uh, I'm not, I don't think it's like an offensive movie, um, especially yeah. after just coming off of watching all of the prequels. Um, <laughs> there's some like really like heinous yeah. moments in, in those movies uh-huh. as well. But whereas the prequels, like, even though they're bad, they do, I guess, move the story forward or mm-hmm. get us to where we need to go. This really doesn't do that. Um, and uh, one of the things I, I'm still confused by is that Han in this movie is supposed to be a younger Han mm-hmm. that, you know, that we meet in A New Hope. But he looks like he's like four months younger. Like what? I don't he, he doesn't look young enough. Ooh, um, and I looked it up and and at the time that. Harrison Ford filmed hmm. uh, A New Hope, the original Star Wars. Um, he was 35, and Aaron Alden, Ar- Aaron Reich, Jesus it's Christ. so hard, now, yeah. Um, he was 21 when he filmed Solo, but I, hmm. I don't know if he's just living a rough life, and he looks like he could be 35, <laughs> 34 and a half, I guess. Um, but yeah, he just, it, it's it's weird. It's, it's he's not... Yeah. But I don't want like a teenage Han Solo movie Ugh. either, you know. I want like a little like, kid, like Anakin. Exactly, I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I really want it's a real bad actor. Um, I, well, I I, yeah. I want to jump on that point because I found that very interesting. Um, because I, I was trying to look up. I, I started to watch this. I was like, hey, we're watching these like nunchuck order or whatever. I'm gonna like. I watched a little bit of Rogue One. I watched a little bit of Solo. I was kind of going back and forth, and I was like, I'm gonna do that. I'm just gonna watch them like intercut for the hell of it like as i get bored i'll just turn to the next one or whatever and then i was like well i can't really do that solo is definitely before the other one the other one starts right before the the movie we know and love star wars so it's like it's definitely a different time period i don't want to do that but then i was like well where does it fall in the time period and they were like this is 10 years before the start of a new hope and to me that was like i was like oh harrison ford has aged so much but I get you now that you're saying it. I'm like, yeah, well, obviously, yeah, Harrison Ford was younger because they were all younger in the first Star Wars. But I guess to me, it's like it's just two different actors then, like I, whether they're close in age or not, or they look older than they like he's 21, but looks like 30 or whatever. Um, I'm still like, well, how does he turn into Harrison Ford? Like where right, where's yeah. the like I, I, my mind just can't connect that and be like, oh, this is fine. This is supposed to be the same guy just 10 years later. I'm like, he's not going to change that much in 10 years. And he was completely different. I really just could not get over it. um, How close that could be. So yeah, if if 10 years is right, I think it's kind of rough, but, um, 
I, I also noticed this time, because I, I didn't catch it uh, when I saw it in theaters, but the escape pod knows of the Millennium Falcon when they eject that to do uh, something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, they are like, there's like a, a, a space squid that they're trying to oh, yeah. run away from, and they eject it to go into the black hole, but then that doesn't work. I thought they lost it whenever the Millennium Falcon crashed into the beach in the, mm-hmm. the following scene, but... Uh, yeah, I didn't realize that was a, an escape pod that was at the uh, the front of the Falcon there. But mm-hmm. so there's that information. Uh, I was going to say I, I must have blanked <laughs> out during that part. Don't remember that. <laughs> um, and you know what? Uh, they never got a new one for it. Mm-hmm. So they're just riding dirty the whole time. Hey, hey, uh, hey. And then uh, bananas. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the Darth Maul lightsaber hang up isn't as egregious as it uh to me as it was for like other people i know i've heard uh the hideous energy guys talk about it and other people around the internet so whenever um kira uh she Mm -hmm. makes a collect call to darth maul (laughs) and uh he's on his little hologram thing and uh he's she's telling him like so-and-so was killed uh you know somebody Mm -hmm. killed the vision and uh oh man I guess uh, the vision was working for Darth Maul and uh, I don't know. It was a whole thing. But mm-hmm. anyways, he, uh, he, he summons his, his, uh, his lightsaber thing, mm-hmm. like double headed dildo of lightsabers. Nice. He summons that and then he like lights it up. And I've heard uh, David Hopkins from uh, hideous energy and area international talk about how he hates that so much. And I was like, yeah, just kind of cheesy, but then like just kind of going off my memory. Mm-hmm. But then rewatching it this time, it seems like he let it up because he was threatening Kira. Mm. And like, yeah, he, are, are they saying that he looks he looks nasty, but like, you know, that he just wouldn't light up a lightsaber in a hologram. I guess so. Yeah, basically, hmm. I guess it doesn't bother me just because it's like it's all fan service anyway. Like oh, just yeah, seeing absolutely. him alone, I, I think, is kind of like fan service. Yeah. Um, Especially knowing the train wreck of this. I, I wonder where that was going to be put in initially or not, I guess, because it seems like they knew they weren't going to get more of these, right? Like, this isn't going anywhere. So it's all <laughs> just to be like, well, here's Darth Maul. And if you don't start with Darth Maul's new and improved dual lightsaber, like, I don't know. I'm fine with that just because I'm like, I'm as fine with it as him being there at all, I guess. So, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not expecting to see Kira's adventures with fucking Darth Maul now. Not in live action form, at least, you know they sure set it up to be something right? like that some some type of continuing thing and that was my my final note here on this this round is like even though i this movie is like it it doesn't really like add anything to it yeah it's i still wouldn't mind seeing like a follow-up mm-hmm. just so they could clear up some of those loose ends like uh the uh the the robot that gets added was her name l3 mm-hmm. who uh becomes part of the ship like mm-hmm. they never that's never ever been addressed again. Kind of yeah. like R two D 2s ability to fly and uh, <laughs> provide an oil slick yeah. on uh, on villains. Um, Speaking of skeeting, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, I I like. I think when we did that uh, episode forty five, I think I had mentioned that I don't necessarily need to see a um, a solo two. But maybe they could do like the sequel to this movie would be a Lando movie. Mm-hmm. And then like yeah. maybe Han is in it a little bit, but um they follow up on uh Kira and and, and the Darth Maul thing. Cause I I would love to see more 
Darth Maul in live action. Mm-hmm. That's true. Weird, yeah, mechanical spider legs or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I, what I got out of this one for sure is that um, watching this after watching nine episode nine and the yeah. full context of the story now, uh, I've I've really liked. Um, the different elements of the Star Wars universe that are shaping up. And that's what I think would be really cool for them to explore more of. And I hope that they do. That's where I hope like Ryan Johnson, you know, introduced some themes of everyday people having either force powers or just hope and just powers in general of uh, trying to make the galaxy a better place or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I hope he goes down those paths and like they introduced a lot of stuff in this new trilogy with like Finn deserting the resist or re- deserting the empire first order and joining the resistance and then like meeting other people that had done the same and um you see that like the different trajectories uh of uh, the trajectory of the empire's army i guess over time and how it has an effect uh on the galaxy at large so they address some of those things in this movie that that were cool because you basically go from a clone army that was created and doesn't you don't care if they die really or whatever they also had like droid armies that were fighting against that time so you had basically like essentially like non-human component to it you just have these large armies then they, they ran out of like droids and clones and they were like we need to just like have people sign up or whatever and so that's like han solo signs up with the empire purposely to be able to get off his planet and become a pilot and stuff and then later on and i think it's all kind of like melts together they're like just taking children from planets and indoctrinating them in the empire and then you get to finn so i was like it's kind of cool this this plays a little part to show like the overarching war that's going on outside oh, of, sure. of this movie and like their heist and stuff like that stuff is raging outside and and it shows like oh well the next step was like you know having people sign up and the next step was drafting people and the next step was just kidnapping children and forcing them to do this and then now we see the fruits of that labor where it's like they're all resisting and quitting and stuff and trying to like turn against them so i was like that's to see some of the effects of this war and what the empire does around the galaxy, I think is important. And I really like more, I would like more and more stories of that. So it's almost like I didn't need a Han Solo story, but I needed, or I would like stories outside of the main star Wars canon. And this was a way that they could do that. And they had to make like a character we would want to follow, but I would much rather follow Lando. Oh yeah. Um, I'd much rather follow Darth Maul, someone I really don't know anything else about. I know enough mm-hmm. about Han Solo and his new life. You know, like, I don't really need to know his backstory. He was just like a smuggler. He got to this point. Now he turns and joins the rebellion. That's great. That's all I needed. But I would yeah. really love more of Lando or whoever, you know. So we'll see how that plays out in the future. They should just have a Lando versus Darth Maul movie. Done. You know, as a second one. Just go full F9 on it. Just fuck it. Just do whatever yeah. you want. Throw them together. And just be like, fans be happy. Fans, right. Star Wars fans are the easiest to please. Everybody knows that. Just show them what they love, and they'll be totally great. It's not fans. It's fawns. Okay. My bad. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, because he does call him Han. Yeah. And I just can't. It's Han all the way. You can't. <laughs> You're a cunt. God. <laughs> <laughs> Well, those are all my thoughts on Solo. Yeah. Should we just move over to Rouge One? Let's do it. As I've written. <laughs> Let's do it. And had it autocorrect on me? It's nice. Like, oh. I'm like, okay, sure, I guess. No, you idiot. It is Rogue, not Rouge. That's how you have to talk to computers. Yep. So Brent is a savant. 
Oh, no, that's how computers talk to me. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Clippy? Hey, hey, Siri, call me your dirty little piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Demean me. Uh, I was trying to think of a a way that she could respond to that, and I'm not quick-witted enough for that, but... um, I'd like to know that you, uh, you're not just a, uh, creator of sex toys. You are a, uh, a computer savant in the fact that they can turn you on. Mm-hmm. And there's some things we can't talk about yet, but you've built some devices. Ah, uh, <laughs> listen, listen, some prototypes. listeners, <laughs> if you've never listened to the outtakes of the show before, oh, today's I today. encourage you to listen today. Honestly. If we don't get a Grammy for this, mm. there's going to be some problems. Yep. <laughs> okay. That's not a threat. We're on Spotify now. We are on Spotify. That hey. means we're headed towards the Grammys, I think. I'm not sure how Spotify works. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We got to win at least a, a Spotify award, right? Yeah. The Spotties. The Spotty, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you get them in. Oh. Nope. Not going there. Nope. Anyway, that was going to be a problematic <laughs> thing uh, right there. About spotting. But we are um, not getting canceled today. We not today. Not probably today. in the next episode. Yeah, but probably. today we're we're rolling through it. So, Rogue One. Yep. Uh, before your rewatch hmm. of this movie, uh, I I feel like you were not into this movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that correct? Yeah, I'd say for the most part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I was the same. Uh, did you go see it in theaters? I believe so. Yeah. In the like theater. In the theater. Uh, yeah, I think I, I saw both Solo and, and Rogue One in theaters, yeah, initially. Yes. Uh, Solo, for sure, because we we recorded that episode on it. Um, no. I don't know about that, but... Nope, okay. All right. <laughs> I was wrong. For, for, first rule of improv, <laughs> always decline. <laughs> Never accept. It's the improv school that I'm coming up with. Yeah. Um, <laughs> really, I just want to throw a wrench into the works. Just make it, everything just stop. <laughs> A, B, C, always be combative, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, but uh, Rogue One, so I, I didn't see it in theaters, uh, mm. but I did see it on Netflix when it first came out, and I was pumped for it. I think I watched it uh, like the weekend it was available. Yeah, right on. I was like, man, I have a, a friend named Dusty who's in the military, and he said that he loved the movie. Mm. Um, even if he weren't in the military, he would have, have loved it. But because he is in the military, yeah, I can a see lot that. of the battle scenes uh, were... Um, uh, it, it just clicked with him mm-hmm. more. I was like, okay, cool. And I saw online, I, I kind of don't remember what the uh, the word was when this movie first came out. Uh, I don't remember what the general consensus was, but uh, I was I was hyped for it. I went in, I watched it, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> uh, the movie? That was, that was a movie. That was definitely... Uh, there's moving pictures, there's dialogue. Okay, I believe there's <laughs> moving pictures. Music? <laughs> Uh, there was, uh, I remember seeing, um, I think Star Wars was part of this. So yeah, it was, it was a Star Wars movie. You mm-hmm. can't say it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And then now? On the next episode. Of West <laughs> Lost Up. No, look. So here's where I'm at. Here's where I'm at with this movie. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to say something that no Star Wars fan has ever said before. Oh. So brace yourself. I don't care for this movie. This movie is not for me, but I hope others like it. What? And, and if somebody does like it, I'm willing to accept that view. 
That's what you know about pretty that. Pretty fucking radical, Brent. Are you wearing a Slayer shirt today? Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's awesome. What <laughs> mind? I just noticed. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a wonderful view to have. And yeah. I, I still, uh, it's funny because, you know, uh, Austin, we had on the show, had had talked about Rogue One so highly. You know, he loved it so much. And um, I don't remember exactly what he said, but it seemed like it was, like, it ranked, like, pretty high on his list, right? Like, Yeah, overall, I think it was, yeah, yeah, uh, of Star Wars. Sure. Um, yeah. And then it was so funny. I still feel so awkward about this because it was just the way that the timing worked out and neither you or I knew who was going to go next. But he was just like, so what do you guys think? We both just like paused. And it really was <laughs> like we both don't care for it that much. And, and he's a guest and a friend and we don't really want to offend yeah. him. But also like it was really just like the timing of it. Like I was like, oh, is Brett going to go? Or should I go? Oh, what should I say? Oh, shit. <laughs> and it made it feel We've waited like, too long. Yeah, oh, right. God. <laughs> it made it feel like, oh, man, what are we going to say? We hate this fucking movie. But it really wasn't that right. Like to me, it's yeah. just uh, I just like basically same thing with Solo. My initial viewing of this was like it had some really cool things, some really cool imagery. But overall, I don't really need it. I think I mentioned it on that show. Like, I really, he was saying that he didn't really care for like the Darth Vader stuff at the end, and that's like my favorite part because it, again, it's just all fan service to me. So mm-hmm. I just picked the most fan servicey parts, and those are the ones I love so much. But, uh, but so I tried to take this reviewing uh, with him in, in the back of my head. You know, like what if Austin was here? What if you were here? We were all watching this together. It would certainly change my view of the movie. Um, Definitely for me, I find when I watch movies with certain people, if they really love it, even if I wouldn't care for it that much, um, it could elevate it a little bit, you know? And so try to keep that in mind. And it it really did for me. It it helped. Um, I'm kind of with you that it's still like not my favorite and I don't really, I just don't care for it. I just don't need it as a story. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm glad that he likes it and a lot of other people do. And also it elevated it a little bit more for me on some other things. So that's really all I can ask for. Um, Yeah incrementally it went up in my in my book um basically my i don't run i didn't write notes or anything but basically my overarching thing is for this movie it made me realize i really really like gareth edwards as a director um he had done monsters and then he did um godzilla and i liked godzilla seemingly more than most people um i haven't seen monsters in years but i it really made me want to really watch that one like just strip it down and get to like a a more simple story for him um, mm-hmm. to, to direct. And this one too, like visually there were some moments in the battles and stuff. So I just, I just think that the visuals he does, some of the things, um, the war of it, um, the stuff on the ground, but specifically the space battles and stuff and the ships mm-hmm. and everything, like it's all just very clear and cool looking. Um, it was some of my favorite star Wars visuals. I realized honestly that yeah. If the, the story overall, I just am like, okay with or whatever. Um, the, the visuals were really cool. And, yeah. um, I don't know. I think just both these movies were, were marred by having, you know, reshoots and problems behind set and stuff. Uh, I admit, I forgot to mention solo, um, cost $235 million. If I remember right, Holy it, shit. um, adjusted for inflation, it is tied or above rise of Skywalker. Um, they basically, <laughs> wow. They're all around the same kind of range, like 230 million or whatever. But uh, yeah. Solo included in the main st- like it's so crazy, right? Yeah. Rogue One, I'm not sure how much it cost, but like they had to do a lot of reshoots. They com- like changed like the whole third act around and stuff. And um, some of it seems silly as a story to me, like ha- how they have to like get the data off the planet to the ship and how all these things keep happening or whatever. But 
the stuff around that, everything that's happening around it, I really like. So, so I don't like the story, but the visuals are cool. Are you saying there's a group of characters that have to go chase a thing to get it to a person? Uh-huh. Wow. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Seems like that's a lot of people's complaint about uh, Rise of Skywalker. But okay, um, fair enough. Fair enough. Listen, Brent, um, that story needed to cap a trilogy. This story was already told in text form of another movie. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's, a, it's the war on letterers, okay? Mm-hmm. People are, are taking down designers yep. any way they can. Whether or not it's it's just filming a movie based on a text crawl mm-hmm. or not giving uh, comic book letterers credit on the covers. Same thing, okay? And we specifically here, when we do comic books, we we do not mention letterers' names for if, that very reason. Because they are human trash. If, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dave. <laughs> It should be noted that um, we do not feel that way. Yeah, um, absolutely. No, yeah. Out of all the terrible things we've said on the show today, um, that's I the one like, I do want to walk worst. back. <laughs> I'm really, I got to mention right now, I got to take that back, guys. So uh, <laughs> I feel really bad about that one. No, uh, so about about uh, Rogue One here, I, I have a note here that Perfect. the cinematography is great. It's just well, there you go, stellar. Yeah. Fantastic. Right? That is super cool. That's the highlight of this movie. And I pulled up my old Star Wars ranking, mm-hmm. uh, or film ranking versus my my new one after going through the nunchuck order and rewatching all of these and i think rogue one is about in the same spot um as it was before Mm -hmm. uh, for me honestly um so the the primary reason for that is despite it looking good uh and i love how diverse the cast is Mm -hmm. uh, as far as like ethnicity goes Mm. but a lot of the cast looks the same to me and that is like here's a dark-haired badass who does this yeah also we've included a dark-haired badass <laughs> who is this person and on this planet he's a dark gray-haired badass mm. who used to be a no-hair badass <laughs> on this planet and then our lead uh protagonist a dark-haired what we will eventually know as a dark-haired badass um and so it's just like That's everybody's got dark hair everybody kind of looks the same because everybody's like all sweaty and shit mm-hmm. even k2so got a dark ass head yeah <laughs> so like and i don't i can't keep track of these characters names because they're all yeah, like made true. up but they all sound so star warsy like uh what uh the the guy who's getting the spinoff show um i know i was trying to think of that uh uh i had it Hold on. Cassie and Andor? That's the one. Is that right? Okay. So, uh, Andor, to me, it sounds like Indor, which is a mm-hmm. um, a moon planet. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? So, can, they, can they not come up with a different... It's like, <laughs> it's too close. Can they not come up with a different one? It's like, uh, <laughs> like naming a character uh, Craig Patooine. You know, <laughs> it's like, why? Why are you doing uh, that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, it almost feels like they, uh, it's a little too close to home, but it's like they, maybe they have like a, like an in-house Star Wars name generator. And, probably. You know, yeah. they fed in other things that were already Star Wars to like, let it know. And it was like, oh, cool. I'll just change this letter. And then we're good there. Add that mm. to the list. Got yeah. it. Um, yeah, but it, it does feel very Star Warsy. Because it's yeah. just like one letter different than another one. We already know. 
But they're all like made up names too, except for like yeah. Jen, which you would think would be short for Jennifer, but I think it's like J I N or something like that. Uh, J Y N. Yeah. J Y N. Oh yeah, God, all over the place. It's worse than I thought. Um, it's actually short for uh, Gina. Gina. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Honestly, it makes sense at this yeah. point. So I'm actually going to drop Rogue One further down my list just for the <laughs> well extraneous <laughs> Y in there. This is like a, a snowboarding extreme. Mm. Star Wars naming. That's um, right. <laughs> Punchy. But, uh, but look, I like the the idea that the cast is diverse. Uh, I really do appreciate that. Uh, that said, I don't care about any of these characters that are in this movie. <laughs> I don't I don't know any of their names. I don't yep. know what any of their motivations are. Yeah. And I I knew going in they they were all going to die, not because somebody spoiled right. it for me, but because this movie I knew leads directly into a new mm-hmm. hope and guess what we don't see any of these characters again you know yeah now if uh uh what's his name uh uh uh, uh admiral akbar were in this movie if he uh-huh. were a main character i'd be like oh, okay i get it yeah because he shows up later and you could do it because it's a, a mask right that would have made sense did they do it no of course not no but because we know these characters don't show up um and it's a war movie and people die in wars. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a pretty good chance. Every yeah. character is dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I. This is why. This is specifically why I, I don't get that. It's like a film of the crawl yeah. that we got from Star Wars because, uh, like, of why we need this because um, it shows. It, it tries to fill in some plot holes. Like they try to explain away why there's an air duct. Or an exhaust port, rather, that uh, that goes to like the central part of the Death Star that can destroy everything, and it's like, oh, this because this guy was like forced into designing it, and he like hid this thing, and his daughter's getting involved, and like, I'm like, wow, that is so fucking complicated um, and extra. Like, why, why do we need it to be a part of that at all? Like, yeah, I when I when you would tell me that this movie was getting made, or you told me like. To, to tell you the story of like how the rebels got this information, I thought it was pretty simple that it's, it was just rebels that were already part of the rebel team and they were assigned to go steal this thing. Like they had to make it like, Oh, it's, she's the only one that believes it. Cause she only is the only one that's alive that saw her dad's transmission of the hologram of himself. Tell her that all this stuff was there. And like, they have to take like a rogue team to go do it. And then the leadership is like, cool, they're in there. Let's go ahead and take this information and do stuff. And I'm like, why did it have to be all of that? Um, it just yeah. makes this so extraneous. And I just, there's just so much in there that I'm like, it should have just been a simpler story. All the same action beats, you know, the cinematography, all that stuff would be cool. Mm-hmm. I might care about the people more because you, you, it's like they focus so much on the story and making it so windy and like how it all fits together and stuff. And I'm like, just have them a group of people and we could get to know them. And care about them. And then they have to go do this crazy mission that's a suicide mission. And we know that they're going to die. And they, I don't feel like, like you, like I feel like they didn't focus on the characters enough. So I don't care about anybody. I'm totally with you. I don't know any of their names until I read them. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Cassie Nandor, totally. Um, Forget about everybody else. Um, Donnie Yen, he's awesome in this, right? Uh, he's like a blind dude. Nope. He follows oh, the okay. right. <laughs> follows the it man. He follows the uh, okay. I thought uh, that was him. Yeah. He's like blind, but he's like martial arts, and he follows the force and all that stuff. Um, yeah. In in my notes, I called him Space Daredevil. Perfect. That's much better yeah. than Churut Imwi. Churut. Bless you. 
Yeah, thank you. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm like, okay, I, I wouldn't even be able to tell you his name or whatever. So um, yeah, I just, there's just a lot in it that story-wise, it really just falls flat for me. But the rest of it, I'm like, there's something here. I like it. I like the visuals of it, but I just don't need it. So, so when the movie started, I was like, oh, okay. So uh, is it Mads Mikkelsen? Yep. Is that who it is? Mads Mikkelsen's character, is that Jenner or so? His name is Galen. Galen, god damn it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so His Galen daughter is Jen. So, yeah. There, there we go. Yeah, we just went over it. Holy shit. <laughs> My memory for this movie is terrible. So uh, so Galen Urso, uh, I, I like the idea that he was forced into doing that mm-hmm. um, for the Empire and, and I guess designing the Death Star. Um, but yeah, just like everything else is like so overly complicated. Like when... Um, uh, on the the scene where he dies, whatever planet that is, um, and uh, uh, fuck, god damn it, it's so uh, hard. Uh, uh, Cassian Andor has him in his sights. Oh like, yeah, uh-huh. well, why are you? The Death Star's already built, dude. Like, why are you gonna take him out? Take yeah. out the general who's wearing the white coat and commanding <laughs> a giant army of stormtroopers. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it, I don't, I don't understand the the logic of this this mm-hmm. movie. Like. It, it seems like logic kind of follows uh, a Star Wars fan's view of a movie. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean, like, it seems like this movie did not get as beat up as much as mm-hmm. uh, The Last Jedi or Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. But there are just as many gaps in logic to me mm-hmm. in this. Um, and that's kind of the charm of Star Wars. But I just don't understand yeah. the the fervor that gets worked up over it like the uh uh space daredevil when he's he's walking and and like chanting to go hit that lever mm-hmm. so they can uh turn on a machine to send a thing to a person yeah uh the <laughs> it's he, not he so walks out there, he, he walks out there holding his staff and chanting and then he gets there he flips the switch and then after he does it he like turns around for whatever reason and just smiles like dude just keep chanting and yeah. what are we doing is working it's working just <laughs> walk your ass back and then take off like it, it's, yeah, I, well, I don't, I don't know. And the whole thing, it's, it's very convoluted about how they have to get it off the planet. And I know this is like the stuff I had heard about them re like doing reshoots and stuff for the third act. Um, cause there was like stuff that it's like they're on the beach, um, and they were going to have like a different plan. And then now it's like, they're up on that tower at first, but like none of it makes sense. It's like, especially like given how easy our technology in real life is that like, if I wanted to send that to you, I would just email it to you and just, it would just be like, Oh, this is too large for an email. And I'd be like, Oh, cool. Put in the Google drive. All right, cool. 30, (laughs) 30 seconds later you have it, you know? And to see them, like she has to go, like go to this tower and there's like a platform hanging out in the air that she, Mm -hmm. there's a computer on the end of it that she has to go to. And it's like, what? And then it uh, clearly gets blown up by a, a ship because that's going to happen. And then they have this other thing on the ground. They just have to hit this lever to like open. And it's like, what? Like, why is this so complicated? Like, you made an entire third act about sending a PDF. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like way too much. <laughs> Oh boy, I love it. I love that you're tearing into this movie as much as me. I was I, just, I was, I, I was I just, worried. Uh, I was yeah. It didn't turn me it, enough, obviously, yeah, but it, it made me realize like the, there are some good parts in this. The visuals are really what I can focus on. Some of it is stellar. 
God damn. Um, the the so visuals good. in this movie are, are fantastic. Like yeah. you said, some of the the um, outer space like uh, fight scenes, like yes. the dog fights with the, the different um, spaceships and everything is awesome. Have the, the uh, not TIE Fighter, uh, X-Wing. Mm-hmm. Have the X-Wing um, like lights on the back of it, have they always been pink? It was pink when I... Yeah, I think they're mostly like I thought they were like red usually. Yeah, but I watched it on Disney Plus and it was was pink. So yet another McClunky change (laughs) to these movies to this canon. Um, Another thing about this uh, this movie is uh, I like K two S O. He's probably my favorite character in this movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love Alan Tudyk so much. That said, I feel like a lot of the comedy. Uh, and by a lot, I mean, uh, I'm just going to say all of the comedy yeah. falls flat in this movie. Uh-huh. Like, I want something to be funnier than it is, but it's just, it's not. It's just, it's just like, here, he's going to say something funny. And it just, they just move on. Yeah. Nobody, there's no reaction or anything like that. There's, there's no personality for any character. Who's the Michelangelo? Yep. Who's the Leonardo? Who's the Donatello? Okay. Oh, that's, um, uh, just let me look up all of their names and try to parse out who, <laughs> who did what. They were literally, I was, uh, I was reading through the plot, just trying to be like, cool, where, where are they at? Where are they doing? And I was like, uh, that, uh, space daredevil meets up with his mercenary friend, Baze Malbus. I was like, never heard of that guy. <laughs> uh, they go to the planet. Edu. Never heard of it. They've no, uh, no idea. I remember Scarif is where the data bank is. Um, yeah. I think it's the mama bank. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) there it is. (laughs) There you got it. It did. It took a second process. And I was like, what did I just read? Dad? Oh, data bank. Oh man. That's a good one. Good Mm -hmm. job, Brett. That was good. That really got me. Um, yeah. And then they go to another planet. Uh, oh, the planet that Galen is on where Cassian has him in his sights. Uh, it's called Edu. Edu. No, yeah, no idea. Like there's, there's so much to just like, yeah, I have no emotional anchor or person to attach to, so I don't. I just forget yeah. about all of them. So, yeah, there's no uh, story that I can track that makes me feel for any of them. Yeah, um, I, it's bizarre. It's I bizarre. guess what I'm looking for is like I would have rather have been the movie had been starting off with like the rebels hear about the Death Star, and we get embedded with a group of. Uh, rebel mercenaries that Almost, like know each other, you know? Yeah, like a group of dark-haired badasses, <laughs> right? But I wish it was like they were just more like like everybody here. It's so funny, like we don't remember them, but think back on them what, what you can. And each person is so specifically drawn out, right? Like uh, mm. Cassian is like has a certain role, even though like they look kind of the same, or whatever. But like like uh, Space Daredevil. It's like, uh, oh, it's like a blind Asian man this time with like a bow staff and he like, he's like a user of the force or whatever. Like that's, that's interesting. His friend is like a long haired guy with like this huge fucking gun. Like they have their various roles, but like they're still so forgettable. Yeah. And almost like I, 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 I'm thinking more, I guess in my head of what I'm looking for is, um, edge of tomorrow or whatever you want to call that movie, live, die, repeat, um, where it's like, it's like a group of people that know each other and we get introduced to them through a new character who joins their ranks. That could have been Jen Mm -hmm. Urso pulled into this. Like maybe she heard about it and she gets pulled in, but like the way that it plays out, it feels like they're all, they're all doing this like on their own and they're kind of forming their group. And like, I would have rather just been like focus on the story at hand. They're just trying to get this stuff. 
Um, and then we can focus on the characters. And instead, it goes into this wild plot points and blah, blah, blah. Just explores things that I don't need explored and doesn't explore things that I wish were explored. So yeah. by the end of it, it's all forgettable. You know? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to walk back my, uh, my mm. comedy comment. Um, just, just half a step. Because the point where uh, the the main Rogue One cast um, gets kidnapped and everybody gets a bag over their head, even the blind guy, he was like, oh, come on, I'm blind. I was like, okay. All right, that's pretty <laughs> that's good. That's pretty good. All right. I actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I really wish there was a scene in this movie where they were talking about going to the data bank and K2SO was like, well, where's the bubble bank? That's the kind of comedy that he needed there, Brett. Yeah, exactly. So you should be right for Star Wars basically I'll do my best you should be riding for droids that's right yeah Fuck yeah. yeah droid rider <laughs> um so i made a note jimmy smith's in this bitch yeah um of course so he's back from the prequels but you know he's one of he the looks better the, the good parts yeah um he and, also uh, is uh he's in the last few seasons of the west wing so i had just watched him and realized how much i love and miss jimmy smith's i don't see him yeah. in a lot of stuff and yeah. to see him in this, I was like, oh, that's cool. They're kind of bringing that back. That kind of works. So, yeah. No doubt with that. And then uh, I, at a certain point, like, well, okay. So, one of the things I like is whenever they uh, show a location, like the text that's on screen, and they, mm-hmm. they have that over, like, the planet behind it or whatever. Like, that looks cool. Like, visually, that looks really impressive. Um, but um so you liked the word art in this movie i like the word art yeah you know, one of the designers got in there and they're like you're not gonna take this away from us uh but there's at one point i think it was the the planet where uh uh galen gets uh murked um mm. there's a i swear i was like are they on mordor right now because there's a tower as these two like ears that stick up and yeah. i thought like sauron's eye was gonna show up and like, oh, yeah. hey Welcome to Mordor. What can I do you for? <laughs> but uh, no, it was uh, some planet we've uh, we're only now just being introduced to, which is fine. They do that in every Star Wars yeah. movie. But yeah, when they look kind of similar to another one, it's like yeah. I mean, this, like it's. I mean, honestly, it's like Jakku and Tatooine. But I accept that. Okay, I guess. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely. I know as a fan, I I will excuse away things um, if the rest of it is good enough. I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I'm not a huge fan of the fact that Ray had to also live on a desert planet all by herself. Like, couldn't have been a different kind of planet. But uh, yeah. there's some visual, you know, um, poetry to these movies and um, the rhyming and stuff as they go along. And um, so I can excuse that away because I like the rest of it. And it, and it kind of does make sense. I just, like, you don't need to do that. But for this one, I don't because I don't like it as much. So I'm like, no, this fucking sucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I get that as a fan that I do that, so. Uh, I also made a note that uh, I like to think for my own headcanon that Forrest Whitaker's character has a laughing gas addiction. Um, like he can breathe okay, but he was just like, he just needs to feel something, you know? Amazing. So, um, and that's why he's so uh, jovial um, in this movie. Like yeah. he'd be a real bummer if he didn't have that laughing gas. But now after he takes a couple of hits of that, he's just, you know, ultra stoic. You know, can you imagine him on a bad day? Oh, wow. What if they had some alternate versions, like some uh, different takes? Where he was like, I'm gonna try something out. And he yeah. pulls like a Joker. He just like, every time he sucks at it, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and like does his thing or whatever. And they're like, that's he's, not gonna work. <laughs> or he smiles and he's got like a gold grill in his mouth, much like uh, the best Joker, Jared Leto. Oh, fucking sweet. I would love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Sexy. Um, incredible. I did like the comic book, the Star Wars that you uh, and Austin and I read. Right? Oh yeah. yeah. Um, one of the takeaways that I really liked from that book was that one of the good guys, one of the good Jedi, had a Darth Vader style like mechanical thing on his chest, like keeping him alive. Yeah. And then uh-huh. we we get the reveal that it's like he has mostly he's mostly droid now. He's not a lot, no longer mostly human. And that is keeping you alive. And I, I thought that was such a cool thing. Like we have Darth Vader and obviously he needs like a suit and he has all this, the breathing apparatus and he has that chest thing, whatever. And it's all doing this, whatever electronic stuff behind the scenes. And I really liked, like I was, I was like, man, that would have been a really cool thing to have in the Star Wars movies. And then he kind of does fulfill that role in this, that he's using like a similar thing to keep him alive. And I thought that was cool. And I, I, I just wish that like the comic book that would have been introduced earlier and that would have been just like a thing kind of in this galaxy that yeah. uh, that's used a little bit more. So I thought that was kind of a, a fun nod, though, mm-hmm. to uh, to that book or, you know, that old script or whatever. And, and just the idea that, like, it's not just Darth Vader that uses something like that. Um, but now your canon of laughing gas really, really changes it up. Maybe mm-hmm. Darth Vader is also laughing gas. But he has <laughs> the, the vocal thing to make him sound yeah. like he's better, but... He can click it on and off. So when he there giggles, you, you don't hear it. <laughs> I would love to hear so Darth like, Vader giggle. I want to know where the rebels are. And then what we don't hear is click. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna choke someone if if I don't if this shit is not resolved. Okay, click. <laughs> so what if he was going? Uh, choking someone uh-huh. and all of a sudden they like zoomed out and his cape was just moving back and forth really fast it's <laughs> <laughs> cranking down um so i've got a, a couple of final notes here yeah. is uh, one of them speaking of which um i don't care what austin says the darth vader scenes in this movie are the best uh yeah. my absolute favorite i forgot that there was a second scene and by second i mm. mean first where uh he's in that uh that tank that is drained and then he shows oh, up yeah. and talks to uh the guy from um uh Mm. what was his Ready player name? one ready player one oh yes boob man or whatever what his name? This is his best <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, that ben mendelson yes That's right yeah yeah um i like the uh you know it, it was just a fun cameo i totally forgot about the uh mm-hmm. the r2 and 3po cameo it's like mm. oh and it was literally just a cameo they weren't in the whole thing so i was, I was fine with it yeah uh, the, uh, and they are close to this story, like right, as opposed yeah. to making Anakin create C three PO, which makes no sense mm-hmm. for the overarching story. Like the fact that they would be around the Rebel base at this point in the series makes total sense. So I'm I'm okay with that one. Yeah, and then the uh, Grand Moff Tarkin. Um, mm-hmm. As I was watching the movie, I was like, this isn't as bad as I remember it being or not yeah. as jarring as i remember it being uh no slight to the artist that worked on it but you know it's just the uncanny valley thing that we're, we're yeah. all trying to work toward uh moving past but um, i was like that's our goal <laughs> that's our goal uh uncanny valley we got to get to it i want to live there uh oh, set up yeah. shop but the the um the the idea that they like had to use this this character again like why why even why you don't need yeah. to bring a, a dead actor into this I th- and I hope that's the lesson that's learned is like, we don't, we yeah. don't need to do that anymore. Like you could just not have it. It's a whole series of, or a whole movie of brand new characters and Darth Vader. Like yeah. just, 
just focus on the new characters. You've already got a villain and a white coat guy. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah, it's hard because it's um, because it's so close to a new hope in timeline yeah. that we know that he's like the leader of the Death Star. So he should be around, but they should have made him like a cameo. There are enough other like generals and whatever around yeah. that they could have filled those roles and not needed it to be him so that we wouldn't focus on it as much, you know? Well, look, he already had a conversation with Darth Vader. Like, mm-hmm. and I, I understand that, I guess, Grand Moff Tarkin outranks Vader. Is that right? Yeah, I guess. Kind of, but, but it's kind of like uh, Hux and Kylo Ren. Like, it's like Hux and, and um, Grand Moff Tarkin are like the military part of it. Yeah. And Darth Vader and Kylo Ren are like right-hand men to the Emperor. So it's yeah. like they're, they're competing. I don't think they're really like over one another. They're kind of separate. Yeah. If that makes sense. Uh, but still, like screen presence wise, Darth Vader is going to be way more menacing yeah. than, you know, Some a CGI dude. actor. Yeah. So I don't, I don't even know what the point of that was. You've got James Earl Jones the, coming in. The movie? Uh, huh? You don't know what the point of the movie was? That's what you're saying? Honestly, yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. This would be a good like half hour. Um, like special before mm. you know whatever star wars promotional something or other comes out you know like it didn't have to be a yeah. whole movie and, and it is a whole movie and then some it's mm-hmm. two hours 14 minutes long it's a lot again yeah. like uh if this had been just a fun quick movie mm-hmm. of je- like it's just such a simple story you, you yep. find out there's a huge super weapon and that there are plans you can go steal. You send a team to go get him. They do it. They all die. So fucking simple. And they made it this super compli- complicated, really long story that has to go back to another character's childhood to show her dad being, you know, like it's just there's just so much to it. Yeah. Um, it could have just been like, hey, we know this is just going to be fan service and it's just to show some cool like Star Wars and show the fucking Star War. Like, show right. me, yeah. <laughs> what is it like to be the soldier in this? And it didn't do that at all, you know? Give us the story or the war that Bill Murray had been singing about when he wrote the Star Wars theme. Wait, what? Right? Star Wars. <laughs> We've talked about this before, right? Baby, it's Star Wars. <laughs> that's all we needed. Yeah. That's all we needed. Well, that's fine. Did you have any more to say about Rogue One? I feel like no. I've turned and now I'm bashing it too much. So that wasn't yeah. my point today. I know. I've infected you. You did. With my hate venom. Yeah. It's because yep. we shared bananas. Bananas. <laughs> it was the plural of if you have two of those. Is it still it's just the same thing. It's like deer and deer. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. Or uh-huh. Jedi and Jedi. I don't follow. <laughs> that makes sense to me. Way off topic, Stephen. Come on now. But uh, to finish this episode out, um, yes, you wanted to finish with our our full Star Wars rankings post watch. Yes, so I wanted to go back over our current rankings Perfect. before before this, just so um, there's a refresher. Yeah. Um, for how how we felt going into it, I believe we did this on the the first uh, part of this, like when yeah. we rewatched A New Hope, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can remember okay. actually where we did the rankings. It was kind of like before uh, rewatch and then after, so I don't know when we put it out there. I think that's when we did it. Yeah. That's what I'm enough. going with. Cool. Okay. All uh, right. So, Stephen, for mm. you, previously your rankings were 
Um, I'm just going to do the the title since they we've got yeah. them here. So the Force Awakens, and this is starting from the top, going to the bottom. Yeah. Again, classic reverse Drake scenario. Mm. Uh, the Force Awakens, The Empire Strikes Back, The Return of the Jedi, A New Hope, The Last Jedi, Revenge of the Sith, Attack of the uh, bleh, Attack of the Clones, Rogue One, The Phantom Menace, Solo, and then finally Star Wars Holiday Special. Mm. And then for me, my number one was The Force Awakens, Empire Strikes Back, A New Hope, The Return of the Jedi, The Last Jedi, Solo, Rogue One, the Star Wars mm. Holiday Special, then uh, for the final three, Revenge of the Sith, Attack of the Clones, and then The Phantom Menace. So, um, yeah, that's that was our previous rankings. This is going to be so interesting. Okay. To redo these. Because I'm already thinking about, I was thinking about mine, obviously, but I had forgotten about yours. And obviously we didn't have Rise of Skywalker in these at the time. Um, so that also already is going to throw a kink in the works, but... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering how things will shape up for you now. This will be wild. Okay. So for me, here's my revised rankings after going through, rewatching all these movies and um, doing the nunchuck order, the LTAS nunchuck mm. order, TM, R, you know, whatever. <laughs> However we can make some money yeah. off this. So for me, my current ranking is as follows. Still number one, The Force Awakens for me. Okay. Uh, followed by The Empire Strikes Back, Rise of Skywalker, A New Hope, Last Jedi, Return of the Jedi, Solo, Rogue One, uh, what is episode three? Uh, Revenge of the Sith, uh, The Phantom Menace, Star Wars Holiday Special, and then rounding up the very end, Attack of the Clones. Okay. Can you go through this one more time? I gotta, I gotta picture them all. Okay, so yeah. say it one more time. So, uh, episode seven, The Force Awakens. Okay, still that your top. Force Awaken. Yep. Okay. Uh, episode five, The Empire Strikes Back. Okay. So, I what I feel are the two best movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode nine, Rise of Skywalker. It worked okay. for me. Yeah. Um, episode four, New Hope. Episode eight, The Last Jedi. Episode six, Return of Said Jedi. Mm. Solo, then Rogue One. Uh, episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Episode one, Dat Phantom Menace, the Star Wars Holiday Special. Mm-hmm. Because you gotta, you gotta love Grandpa Jizzy sitting in that chair, <laughs> whacking off to a music video. And then uh, at the very end, Episode two, Attack of the Clones. Okay. Hmm. All right. Something to chew on there. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, we could have a whole Chewbacca. episode just on Chewbacca. <laughs> How did he get his nickname, though? You know? Well, I just want know. a movie about that. I skipped past that portion. <laughs> <laughs> I could actually be... I could like that movie more if they were like, we're going to make a movie all about how Chewie got his nickname. <laughs> and they show all this fucking shit that leads up to that, and that it's just like credits after it's Chewie. Chewie. Okay. Chewie's in college, okay? <laughs> Chewie would, oh my God, he would be so good on campus. He'd be the big man on campus. Yeah. I would love that. What if, oh, Steven, mm. what if Chewbacca mm. is the little guy on campus? <gasps> Everyone else is taller than him. That's that's good. Yeah. That's cinema. At the, at the end of the movie, he has a growth spurt. But after he's already, you know, conquered his demons. Mm-hmm. Because we don't want it to be like sizest. Oh, you, you have to be tall to do something. No. Yeah, right. No. He's, he's going to be capable. He already won the love and affection of his peers. Exactly. And then he has a growth spurt. 
Yeah. And it just ends with a shot behind his knees and just a dong to dropping into frame. <laughs> Credits. Hits the ground. Yeah. Rolls. Yeah. <laughs> Funk. Un- unfurls. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's try this. Okay. Mm. So it's hard for me to say. I love you. <laughs> That's easy for me to say. I love you. <laughs> uh, it's hard for me to say where Rise of Skywalker fits in because I feel like I just need like, I don't know, like two or three years to live with it. Okay. And how are things? But since we don't have two or three years right now, uh, we'll do it now. So I'm going to go with you for, for right now. I, I think that Rise of Skywalker might be my favorite. Now. Okay. But right. I'm, I'm going to leave it kind of like yours is in the beginning because my initial and your initial started the same with the first two of Force Awakens, Empire Strikes Back. I think I'm also going to slot in Rise of Skywalker number three there. Um, just because okay. Empire is okay. so fucking good and everybody yeah. knows it and it still holds up. And mm-hmm. I really, really like Force Awakens, but um, I could I could rearrange those three in some capacity maybe and have Rise of Skywalker there. Um, okay. In fact... Force Awakens, Rise of Skywalker, Empire Strikes Back. <gasps> wow. Blasphemy. Yeah, it's blasphemy for a lot of people. Oh. I'm just doing that to fuck people. Um, Send your hate mail to the Bananas <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> and then I'm going to say... So my old one, my next one would be Return of the Jedi, uh, A New Hope. I'm going to say I will leave Return of the Jedi at number four. Okay. Um... I will leave New Hope next at number five. I'm going to do. Uh oh. So. He's stressed out. Phantom Menace. What? Wow. Holy shit. Yeah. When I rewatched that recently, I really dug it. And not all of it, it was the nostalgia. And then rewatching it with my my nephew Christian's eyes of watching yeah. nine and then going back to that, and there was just something about it that I was like, there is. I, I was around his age. Uh, he's like twelve. I was like fourteen when Phantom Menace came out. I was super into it at the time. It really kind of like made like talking to him and stuff. It made me think like, hey, I really like that. And when when we did rewatch it, I was like, man, I still really dig Qui Gon Jinn a whole lot. I still really dig Darth Maul. Their fight is amazing. Pod racing was was pretty rad. Um, shocked, I know, my, myself included. Uh, but I really liked it uh, overall. Yeah. Uh, it was weird. Uh, it threw me off. Um, and uh, I have more love for that than I do some of the other ones, basically, I guess you could say. So, okay. All right. Phantom Menace. Um, then I would go... I think mostly it'll it'll play out now. Uh, Last Jedi, um, Revenge of the Sith, Rogue One, the Holiday Special, <laughs> which I have also I cannot stop thinking about it. I'm very excited to rewatch it again someday. Maybe this year will be the year. Um, okay. Solo and Attack of the Clones. Okay. I think so that covers everything? Yeah, I, I believe so. So Attack of the Clones. I'm is with you the on that being the last of us. That yeah. movie's trash. Yeah. It's really not good. No. Um even the cool quote unquote cool things I don't care for anymore. Yeah. Um Dooku, I think, is not very uh, a compelling villain. 
and um, we've been Lanyota. saying it for years. We've been yeah. saying it for years. Dooku is doo doo. <laughs> yeah, get him right. out of there. Yeah, <laughs> get him out of there. That's yeah. what your proctologist says. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So I really, I knew after watching episode one that it was going to throw a kink in the works here. I knew that I was going to up it a lot. Um, previously, that had been third from the last. And, and real quick, speaking of yeah. kink, you got to listen to those outtakes. That's okay, right. Steven, back to you. Back to you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it really threw, threw me for a loop there. Um, but overall, when I think about what I really enjoy watching and if, if take away toxic fandom and if I could just tell people like, yeah, this is what I enjoy and they could be like, well, this is what I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I honestly think that's that's the way it would roll out. I, I enjoy the holiday special more. I enjoy um, Phantom Menace, and I certainly enjoy Rise of Skywalker. So, yeah, uh, yeah that's gonna be my uh, my ranking for now. I feel like um, when you say you like a Star Wars movie, that doesn't necessarily mean you like the whole thing. You know, it's true. Yeah, there there are flaws in it, just like any other movie. Yeah, obviously. So being able to uh, like cherry pick, you know, the uh, the best moments of a given movie mm-hmm. for for Star Wars in particular, uh, that makes sense. I, I am surprised that Phantom Menace ranks high up there, but I know, man, those scenes that work really fucking work in right? the movie. Yeah. But in like Attack of the Clones, they they don't. Always, no, right? No, they don't add a lot to it, and the effects in that movie are so bad that it's yeah. really hard to like like any of those things. Like versus Rogue One where the effects are so fucking good and it's like, oh, this is really cool, even though like the story is kind of lacking to me. But in like Attack of the Clones, there's not much, but Phantom Menace does have those things. Mm-hmm. Also, whenever you watched it, Attack of the Clones, if, if you remember me saying at the time, that was whenever he switched to digital uh, filmmaking as yeah. opposed to real film. And the first movie like looks really good. Like it yeah. surprised me how close in age they were and how he was actually older, like three years older, but it looked better because... Right. It looked more naturalistic, and they clearly hadn't worked the kinks out. So, um, yeah, threw me, but that's what it is, and I have to admit what I like. Well, you know what? Uh, It's a safe space here because no one listens to our podcast. So, takes all this and that. I mean, we really say whatever we want. That's true. We won't because there are certain things you shouldn't say, (laughs) but, you know, cone of silence. Did he come or what? Dude, there are just certain things you don't say in public. Well, on that high, high note. Oh, absolutely. Um, we can go ahead and, uh, and wrap it up here. Awesome. So uh, be sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. It helps people find the show. Mm. Helps people decide it's not for them and move on to find a show that maybe is uh, probably a murder show of some sort. Yeah. I would I, imagine. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Toss me up for a murder show. Yeah. Right. It's <laughs> all right. Look. Uh, it's not our preference for you to listen to other podcasts, but yeah. we're realistic, you know. There's a few it's, of them out there, kind of, so we're, you're bound to find one that you like that's not right. ours. Yeah, I think there's like three other podcasts, so, yeah. you know, go listen to one of those. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, you can email us at let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at LTASpod. We post pics relating to uh that week's show on there mm-hmm. um and then we uh pretty much stay off of it until the next episode posts super cool great way to interact <laughs> with us uh and then you can follow steven on letterbox and twitter at steven fisher 22 and you can follow me on twitter and instagram at brent hibbard 
And uh, I don't think we have anything planned for next week, right? I don't think we have any planned. Um, okay. I did want to mention again, I, I kind of blanked out because we say that same script all the time, but uh, we are on Spotify now. <gasps> yes. Um, so you can find us there as well among your other podcast apps. Brent uh, luckily and uh, gladly asked me how to get on there. And I was like, well, I think you have to be like invited to Spotify, which I think is how it started. <laughs> But now anybody can. So uh, we're on there. You can't find us by searching for Let's Talk About Stuff. You can find a podcast I'm <laughs> genuinely interested in. Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. Yeah. Um, alter egos for us, I feel. But um, you, if you search Taint Patch, as uh-huh. Brent pointed out, you will, you will certainly find us. And uh, after that, you will find the song Patchouli for some reason that also pops up <laughs> when you type in Taint patch because it gets that uh patch in the beginning of patchouli so look if if you're uh, afraid that uh searching for the taint patch is uh not safe searchable mm-hmm. for you you know uh if you're at work or wherever uh feel free to type in nyongo polo uh, spelled just like it sounds uh you'll be able to find it so good luck with that same thing for stitcher uh you can't find us by searching for our interesting podcast title but uh you could you can search an episode title so good luck um we have no control over it yep (laughs) we're there we're there just subscribe once uh track us down subscribe yeah that's all it'll show up the next time you'll you'll be happy for it um okay so Mm. i guess that's that's it it's gotta be it Um, yeah yeah, i thought this was a pretty good episode uh we'll see how short it ends up being when we cut out the 15 minutes of outtakes but Mm -hmm. um be interesting but uh brent i had a good time Rewatching all these movies with you. Thank you yeah, for going on the fun. Star Wars journey with me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I liked that, you know, we started this last year. We had done the, the Fast and Furious stuff for you. Mm-hmm. Did Star Wars for me. So those kind of big series that uh, the other person wasn't that involved in. And I think we both kind of turned around on the, on those uh, re, on these rewatches. So that was really mm-hmm. fun. And uh, yeah. yeah. Anything else for you, sir? Uh, no, but uh, on that note, mm. I will say... Why did I say no when I clearly had something else I was going to say? I was um, So I would... <laughs> no, but I, I would, do have something to say. Oh, okay, sure. Go ahead. <laughs> Steven, shut up. Let me finish. <laughs> I've got air in my lungs and thoughts in my brain. So uh, because of this rewatch, I now consider myself a Star Wars fan. Hmm. And uh, because of that, I do want to say... If you don't share my exact views, then <laughs> fuck you, you're wrong. What a great way to end this show. Yeah. That is perfect. Well, until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. Live long and prosper. Damn it. <laughs> you do have a problem if you try to just watch a star movie written and directed by, or whatever, directed by J.J. Abrams. Uh-huh. You could go either way. And if you don't know what you're getting into, you might be totally lost. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) What kind of, like, movie watch order would that be? I guess you watch, like, the first two Star Trek movies and then watch episode seven of Star Wars and then episode nine of Star Wars. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, if you want to just do the JJ ones. Yeah. Yeah. R2-D2s in in both franchises, technically. Yeah. Because that Easter egg you put in there. Yep. So it Disney was pissed off about that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, That's can't weird. do that. Um, I've got one final thing here, Stephen, mm-hmm. um, that occurred to me before we started recording. Wrote it down because it's gold. Um, oh, okay. So yeah. I, know, I know they've got the Star Wars something or other at uh, Disney World Land, you know, uh-huh. whatever yeah. the, the new thing is. 
And I came up with an idea that if it doesn't exist, this may get us even more money than the bananas thing. Again, keep listening for yeah. that outtake because it's going to be stellar. <laughs> I know we're in the outtakes now, but... Let's keep going. Steven, they should have a concession stand at Star Wars... Uh, what is it called? Galaxy's, Galaxy's Edge? Edge. Uh-huh. They should have a concession stand there called... <laughs> it was trying to come out, but I... <laughs> they should have a concession stand there called... Admiral Snack Bar. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That's the I, entire day of the thought. Joke. Yep. Mm. I was trying to uh, quickly make in my head like a Grand Moff nachos some some way. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, bringing in other names, but there's so many of them. They could have uh, fish and chips, and you order that, and you're like, that doesn't sound very Star Warsy. And then you're like, Uh-oh. oh, would you like some Grandma tar- tartar sauce on it? <laughs> Perfect. But the fish you're eating is Admiral Akbar. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Uh, Mon Calamari yeah. uh, <laughs> dipped in batter. That's right. Oh, it sounds yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> it's fried up a little bit. That's oh, good. Yeah. Um, and they also serve Dippin' Dots um, because they're the ice cream of the future. But guess what? Uh, Star Wars takes place canonically in the past, so it's just an empty container because fuck you, Dippin' Dots. <laughs> wow, strong, came out strong against Dippin' Dots. Strong Dippin' Dots uh, thoughts. Yeah, you know that's all right. Uh, I'll eat all the Dippin' Dots you refuse. Yeah, so. I mean I'll still eat them, but you're gonna you got to take the ice cream of the future. The, the the future is now. Yeah, and nobody wants Dippin' Dots. Well, you know unless you're, you're like somewhere. With- yeah. Unless you're at a zoo, then you're like, yeah, oh, okay. I guess I'll take some. Yeah. Yeah. You ever um you ever just like put your penis in dippin' dots and see if they stick? <laughs> see see if the dippin' dots stick? Yeah. To my wiener? Yeah. It Is that what you're cool, asking? But it's kinda cool. I've heard. I've heard. Steven, show me your penis right now. <laughs> I wish I had like a sound effect for like tiny little balls of ice cream hitting the floor, but I don't. That's a really specific sound and I don't have it. Yeah. Uh, we'll send this to Lucasfilm. They can now cool. get their Foley artist to work on it. And <laughs> if it's not in there, then, you know, we failed at our attempt, but, you know, it's I, a shot. I hope this starts a new trend where if someone goes to a mall kiosk to pick up Dippin' Dots, uh-huh. they have to legally ask you, are you using this for sexual purposes? Before they're allowed to hand it to you. Yeah. They're like, oh, sir, how deep do you want this container? <laughs> These are free dried ice creams. It might hurt your genitals. <laughs> I wouldn't uh, recommend it, honestly. No. But like, try it. But you won't stop. <laughs> yeah, but it won't stop. <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> All right. And Stephen, I texted you earlier this week. Um, that I've already got a sync word yeah, uh, right. planned to use. And and for our previous Star Wars episodes, it's always been somewhat Star Wars based, but I'm going to break format mm. with this one. Sure. It's not like it's going to uh, help us determine judgment on the movies we're watching. It's just mm. what we use to uh, sync up our audio tracks when we yep. put the show together. So for going the, the, uh, the Star Wars sync word... 
I, it just, for whatever reason, it popped into my brain. I came up with a, uh, a way for you and I to make some money. You know, mm. we have to pay for this podcast. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the listeners sometimes say, hey, we do too by listening to it. You know, <laughs> uh, we're, we're paying the ultimate price. And, I, and listeners, we hear you. Okay. We get it. <clears throat> but, um, Stephen, I feel like we should dive into the, the lucrative market of sex toy manufacturing. And oh, okay. I came up with a fantastic idea, mainly based on <laughs> switching one letter uh, around for another. Okay. Uh, the classic letter swap. Yeah, sure. Um, but I've never heard anyone come up with this before. So we're claiming credit, and we're going to uh, start making some money mm-hmm. by the uh, <laughs> literal fistfuls. Um, so, <laughs> Stephen, I've, uh, I, I figure we should start a line of fruit-themed sex toys. Oh. And we're going to start off with our, our, first, uh, our first product is going to be... Um, well, I'm just going to say it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, it's a banana anal plug uh, called the Bananas. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that's, that's pretty really much the sick word right there is uh, Bananas. 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 Uh-huh. <clears throat> okay. How do you spell so, Bananas? I'm so... I am thrilled that you asked because that was going to be my next bit. Right? So if you're thinking, how is this going to catch on? Here's what we do. We get Gwen Stefani yes. to redo Hollaback Girl. That's exactly what I was going she's, with. She's going to spell out yep. B-A-N-A-N-U-S. Yeah, you know, wait, even wait, if what? we have to dub it in there ourselves. <laughs> because, Stephen, guess what? On the packaging, this shit is bananas. Oh, my God. So she's actually like a sponsor and a fan. She well, <laughs> Potentially a user. <laughs> Look, no judgment. No judgment. Absolutely. No, we're making the product, of course. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. judge our customers. It, 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 you know what? Bananas is for everyone. That's right. Okay? It brings us all together. Yeah. Okay? Men, women, uh, non-gender conforming. Okay, yeah. You know? Conservatives. Nuns. Liberals. Especially liberals. What'd you say? Nuns? Nuns. Nuns, of course. <laughs> yep. Look, how are they going to know? It's your secret. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you, but this is the first of many, right? Like we're gonna make an empire out of this. Yeah, for sure. Um, like, so I, <laughs> I, I was prepared for this as well. I've had some time to think about it. Okay. So I also came up with an idea of, um, like, uh, like berry anal beads. Yes. That we could use. Uh huh. I was thinking grapes. It, yep. Called uh, anal berries. Anal berries. Wow. What yeah. A, you are like really hitting with the names today. Yeah, and then I came up with the term. Strawberry legal, but I don't know. I don't know what that would be. That seems like that's more of a uh, like a, a video of some sort. That's true, you know. But um, yeah, because we're not we're not going to you know mel people, young women. Yeah, right? Jeffrey we're Epstein. Not, we're not into that. Um, no, sex trafficking. It's just like not our thing, you know. Yeah, it seems like a pretty bad thing. So like we're out of that. Yeah. But we are thinking that really good things are sex toys. So yeah. we stick with what we mm-hmm. like, you know? And mm-hmm. no, like bananas. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, too, because when you say it quick enough, it's kind of just like, huh, they say that weird. Mm-hmm. But, like, no one really, you know, expect it. So you could even, yeah. like, talk about it, in, like, in front of, you know, polite company. Oh, I'm just going to get my bananas. Oh, cool. I guess yeah. that guy really likes bananas. Mm, that's weird. Mm, anyway. Well, look, like, when we were laying in bed this morning, uh, 
Me, not me you and I. You. That was a different. That was a different time. But uh, uh, when uh, my wife and I, we were laying there, and uh, what she said. Oh, she's like, uh, well, you know what? I'm getting lost in the weeds here uh, already. Oh immediately. yeah. Uh, I told her I need to go get some coffee, and uh, I said I don't know why I said that. Like I was from Boston, but it just came out mm-hmm. that way, and. Uh, so I think bananas is one of those things where mm. once people just start saying it, it's just going to be yeah. like, you know, people will get used to it. It'll, there's an actual acclimation period, but, you know, much like the bananas itself, uh, you'll get used to it <laughs> over time. Is it so there's a whole thing online, uh, Reddit specifically uh, in the last few years where people would use a uh, banana for scale. They would place a banana next to something, you know, to, to show like, oh, this is it. So banana for scale, how big is the bananas? So I would imagine it would come in different sizes, you okay. know, so we can accommodate um, different demographics. That's people, nice. You know, sure. because I don't I, like it's honestly, it's not for me, but <laughs> get it. Uh, <laughs> I, I understand that it's uh, uh, it, it, it can vary in size. From, uh, you know, some video research I've done. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I would imagine uh, you could uh, buy a large, medium, small, okay. holy shit, you know? Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. The fourth size. And um, then, like, there's a whole sex toy thing for, like, alien-looking things or, like, like demons, weird ones. So I'm thinking you mm-hmm. could go, like, uh, deformed banana could be, like, a whole segment at some point. Like, there's a whole lot of well, people out there. Stephen, if we're doing that, let's just go pineapple. We'll go oh, full wow. pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought that was going to be a different sex toy. Look, I'm trying to get the Nickelodeon on board for the SpongeBob collection. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll get the pineapple under the sea. Oh, uh, We'll okay. get a, a, a Squidward that you can shove up there. <laughs> we're getting some actual sponges. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> While it's up there, you know, clean up a little bit. <laughs> they have SpongeBob's uh, face painted on them, and after use, not pretty. <laughs> Right. <laughs> totally different. Yeah. Uh, they're disposable. Mm, that's good. Yeah. Uh, we got to make sure they're flushable, though. Oh, true. Truth, or, true story. Or maybe it comes with a, a pouch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe the pouch is the way to go, and then you just toss it in your trash. That's probably nice. On the, on the top of the trash in the airport. Uh, just <laughs> throw it your use, SpongeBob. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is, uh, I think the bananas is a really good start. Um, we'll mm-hmm. have to maybe workshop the SpongeBob thing. Um, I'm not sure if Nickelodeon is down for that. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully they'll see that all the people they grew up with that show, um, you know, would like their sex toys to mimic the pop culture that they grew up with. So mm-hmm. we're going to work towards that goal. Well, tell you what, if uh, we can't get it to work at Nickelodeon, we'll just go across the street to Warner Brothers uh, and, you know, we'll bring in the uh, the Looney Tunes characters because nice. guess what? I feel like the FUD Packer could be a real thing. <laughs> Wow. <clears throat> you know, it's it's your love of um, cartoons mixed uh-huh. with your love of sex toys that just brings beauty to the world, sir. It just, you know what? Yep. It really just fists home the idea That's that right. this is going to make us a ton of money. So <laughs> with that said, uh, eight minutes into this record yep. at this point, we should go ahead and sync up. Hell of an outtake we've got here. Damn straight. We should really start a Patreon for this. <laughs> Look, if it all else fails, we just mail somebody a banana. It'd be like, go to town. Yeah, just do your thing. Be mm-hmm. be safe. Yep. Um, it showed up and it was brown. It's like, look, it's going to turn brown anyway. <laughs> it came from want? Brent. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> all all right. right. So, but bananas on three. 
One, two, three. Bananas. B-A-N-A-N-U-S. It works really well. What? Once you like figure out like yep. you got to change that last letter from an A to a U, mm-hmm. it all works. It doesn't actually you know even like adjust it that much, like uh, for the for the singing of it, you know. Mm-hmm. One syllable right. U A, it's easy enough to s- switch them out. So, yeah, I remember they were going to use Hollaback Girl in the first Deadpool movie, where he's sitting on the bridge and he's uh, he's singing uh, Salt and Pepper, mm. you know. But uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That that song song's rights were uh, pretty expensive. But honestly, I feel like. With the, you know, if we cut Gwen Stefani in for a generous 5% of the revenue uh-huh. until she recoups 150% of her investment, mm-hmm. you know, it, I think she's going to be cool with it. Yeah, I think, um, you know, she's an open lady and uh, uh-huh. she likes bananas, obviously. She if she's not open, she will be with the bananas. <laughs> TM and R, you know, whatever the whatever the stuff is. Oh, man. Well, new empire for us. Starting I, it just to fund this old empire. How about that? I, I can't uh, I can't wait to take this on Shark Tank. I think they're really going to go for it. Uh-huh. And we are going to demonstrate on stage, yes? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. I have uh, been <laughs> stretching. <laughs> Ready for this my whole life, sir. If somebody asks, how can you stretch for, uh, you know... How can you stretch your anus? Mm-hmm. Then I would just encourage you to go watch the first Ace Ventura movie. Oh yeah, and true, see how true. Jim Carrey is able to talk with his ass. Um, that's that's pretty much it. Um, a little more to it, but you get the general idea. I thought you were going with the uh, the second movie when he uh, comes out of a uh, a rhino's anus, which is oh. also a lot of stretching. Yeah. Um, so either way, wow. we're working on a Jim Carrey crossover with this brand. I'm <laughs> not sure what it's going to be yet. His was more animal focused. Um, yeah. Even the Jim Carrey, I think, would be kind of fun. Steven, let me introduce you to our newest <laughs> product category, the Ass Ventura. Oh, oh yeah. For Ass Adventurers. <laughs> wow. You're really good at this, Brett. Yeah. You just mm-hmm. like made the connections right away. You're selling these celebrities on it, who all listen to this show, obviously. Of course, yeah. Um, and they're gonna they're gonna be signing up left and right. J- Jim, get at your boys, yeah. okay? We got some wonderful ideas. We can come up with a secondary uh, product in the Jim Carrey line called the mask. <laughs> That's just like you just put ass in the middle Wait. of mask. Like you'd have to you have to capitalize it or, yeah, yeah, or yeah. change the the color of. But it- it's, is it a mask that goes over your face that is shaped like an ass? It, it's an, it's a, a butt plug, but the okay. end of it is uh, the mask that Stanley Ipkiss puts on. Oh, um, okay. And then you've got a, you know, okay, yep. here we go. You've got an, uh, a changeable head, so you can do the regular, oh, like, nice. non-mask mask, like, uh-huh. non-wearer mask. And then you put it on, and then you change it for the Jim Carrey um what the the comic character is known as as uh, big head uh oh. you put that on there you can put the big head and on. <laughs> you, you can do that you big head on your ass right and then if you're really f- feeling frisky you can put the uh oh, the man. uh the the wolf head on there mm-hmm. the one where he's like seeing uh uh what's her name oh and he does the ooga. yeah yeah so if you toot while you're using it it'll go oh ooga. it has an exit oh i love it oh <laughs> It's multifunctional. <laughs> you know what I love, too, is all of this is still just that one outtake. 
Of it's course. all it's all together with that one. It's thing. all in there. It's fantastic. Okay, we don't have to record any after this. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> we don't want to. <laughs> so we'll resync with Bananas, which is fitting because that's so where you go number two. So we're gonna sync a second second time. So bananas again on three. One, two, three. Bananas. bananas. Noun. Mm-hmm. Come. <laughs> uh, plural noun. Skeets. Skeets. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> like, like, like. Ah, skeet, 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 skeet. Well, that, I thought that was a verb. Like you, that's the act of the, the skeeting. Is it the, that is the, I, the okay. plural of the. the Fair, fair enough. Uh, so let's do, um, you said plural noun? Plural noun, yeah. Got a few nouns coming up, actually, so. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So let me, uh, let me. I need Basically, I need two, for, to start off, I need two regular nouns, two plural nouns. So I'll try to think of some, too. Okay, so let's do, uh, for that, that second noun, let's do um, jizz, obviously. Uh, for the first, oh, the second, okay, gotcha. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then uh, for the plural noun. Let's do asses. Okay. And I'm going to do wank socks for wank socks, okay. uh, the plural noun, the other one. So asses. I love the, the wank socks have been killing it this year. <laughs> that could be our band. I like that. Yeah. Wank socks. <laughs> oh, okay. Sports team and a band. <laughs> uh, adjective. Adjective. Um. These are the ones that always throw me. Adverbs and adjectives on these games. I just get, like, lost. Forget. Uh, so, something. so, wait, did you say adverb or adjective? Adjective. Describe something adjective. or somebody. Okay. Lumpy, soft, ugly, messy, short are all adjectives. Yeah. 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 So, uh, let's do, um, can I use nervous? Uh, sure, yeah, I think so. To describe, yeah. Okay. I'll try that. Uh, another plural noun. Plural There's a lot of plural nouns in this one. Damn. I know. Um... Let's see, plural noun. Um, condoms. Condoms. Plural. Yep. Wait, uh, amend that to used condoms. Used. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, two adjectives. Two adjectives. Uh, I'm going to do uh, leaky for one. What'd you say? Leaky. Leaky. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll do sopping wet. Okay. All right. Another noun and another plural noun. Um, I'll I'll do the uh, the noun. You do the okay, plural noun. Um, so for noun, let's do um, hmm, what to use? What to use for that? Smegma. Ugh. Writing it down. Sexy. All right. Uh, adjective. Adjective. Um, you already did leaky or leaking. Mm-hmm. Leaky, yeah. Like mm-hmm. Okay. Let's try for adjective. The word is adjective. <laughs> Making sure there's no dead air for editing purposes. Mm. Yeah, I wrote so, it down just in case I want to edit all of this out. <laughs> <laughs> the, words, the word namings. Um, uh, how about uh, 
Grody. Grody. All right. Oh, this finally a verb ending in ing. Skeeting. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Noun and adjective. Those are our last two. So we're in the home stretch. Okay. Uh, you want to do the noun and I'll do yeah, the adjective? Got it. I don't know why I did that to myself because I've, I've really been struggling with it. But um, <laughs> let's see. I'll let you do yours. What are you doing for yours? Uh, vagina. Now. Vagina. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we had a whole lot of uh, boy things in there. I guess okay. asses, you know, everybody's got an ass. But uh, I wanted to switch it up. Okay. Uh, we'll tell you what. Uh, every woman's uh, favorite word, uh, moist. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> I mean, he was just low-key. He was just living his life, you know? Mm-hmm. He got in a co- he, You know, he probably cheated around a little bit. Who don't? Basketball players. Everybody throwing their they lingerie at him. So, you know. 